0: Other things that may be listening to us currently, this is episode 3 of Two Guys and Their Joysticks. I would like to welcome my beautiful co-host, Charlie. Hello. Hello, everyone again. Uh, Yeah. Hello. This is an unusual recording time for
1: us. It is Friday. Feels weird. We usually do it on a Saturday. Yeah. Friday seems a bit alien.
0: Yeah. Charlie had
1: an exam today. I've been
0: just studying for an exam all the time like crazy. So Mm. how did it go, by
1: the way? I went all right. Uh, Yeah, someone messed up the seating a bit. So that could look bad on my marks. If it does, I'll murder him in his sleep. So, like, uh, you have, like, assigned seating that you
0: have to take the exam or something?
1: Uh, Well, it's like, uh, it's a practical performance. It's not like a written thing. It was for drama. I probably should have mentioned that. All right. Okay. Um, That makes sense. And, like, we, ever since day one, we've practiced using two chairs and that's just sort of become a built-in thing of our performance. Mm-hmm. And then uh, me and this guy always sit in the same chairs. And then randomly he decided for the final performance, performance he was going to go and sit in my chair. That bastard. Which, yeah, it kind of screwed up a bit of my movement. And uh, it could cost me a mark or two. Mm. I so hope it if doesn't. it does, you know, he's going to have a death threat on his head.
0: Yeah, but I guess that's the sort of thing you could discuss with the, the teacher. Right? I mean, to be fair, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just blame it all on him. So, yeah, like... that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, so, uh, what have you been up to this week, apart from the drama exam? Anything? <sighs> Preparing for other exams. You know, got a big yeah. two weeks of exams coming up. Yeah. So, it's just been prepped for that. Uh, I've played about, you know, like five hours game time mm-hmm. in the week in total. Mm. And I watched Jason X. Which is really bad Friday the Thirteenth sci-fi film, and everyone oh, that- should go and watch it to see how bad it is.
0: That sounds wonderful. It sounds like when me and my sister were like in a media market and we saw a DVD cover of a movie called Oh Zombie. Oh. So like about oh, that's so o- bad. Osama bin Have Laden being it? the zombie. Uh, it just looked amazing.
1: Is Have it you like seen that? It?
0: No, I haven't seen it. I wanted to buy it, but then I was like, "I'm I'm not gonna spend ten francs
1: on this." Unfortunately, it's bad boring. Like, with Jason Aww. X, at least you can laugh at it, but a zombie was just so boring.
0: How do you make Osama the zombie boring? I just, that is unforgivable. Gosh.
1: They tried to add in a plot that makes sense, and there's, like, this guy, this soldier guy, who just suddenly knows everything about zombie diseases. And then okay. there's this woman, and he's, she's like, oh, I could have your babies. And then he gets bitten, and she does katana tricks. It's, it's really weird. It's the weirdest, most boring film I've ever seen. Is it the kind of film you'd enjoy
0: when you're, like, drunk?
1: No. No? You'd never enjoy it. There's one good part when zombie Osama Bin Laden, like, walks out of the sea and attacks these people on the beach. That was pretty funny. Okay. See, like, that's the thing.
0: It sounds so good. (laughs) Like, you want to watch it.
1: No, yeah, I get what you mean. That's that's why I went and watched it. And it turned out that it wasn't as good as... well, I guess thanks
0: heart. for like saving two hours of my life and anyone else's <laughs> life that decides that a zombie could be a, a good thing to happen to them.
1: <laughs> well, you know, yeah, it's called
0: a zombie. Well, what did you expect? <laughs> I do. oh man, that cover though—just everything about like, yeah, the description in the back was too high. I, just I like. Wish, uh, I wish I remembered it <laughs> with his beard. Oh man. Well it's been a it's been a busy week for us and it's been a crazy busy week for gaming news. Gaming, so yeah.
1: a lot's been happening.
0: I guess we should just dive straight in, you know, like into a, a pool from like a jumping board. Which I can't Sploosh. do because my ears pop and I might actually go uh what's it called? Go unconscious if I dive from height.
1: Ouch. I can do it. Whatever. Shame. Whatever. ha. Uh... <laughs> like
0: i've done it once before my ears just like popped and i felt like someone hit me in the face and then like they were like yeah you shouldn't do that again
1: the last time i did it it was in like a really shallow pool and i just smacked my head on the concrete oh, on the bottom.
0: Sh-
1: um, and i was like ow not doing that again in this pool
0: <laughs> yeah yeah please don't okay mm. well, on that positive note we're going to add another positive note which is kind of a follow-up on Last week's news that has to do with mm. Timegate. So, this was really surprising when I saw the article on Polygon. Uh, it was basically Timegate laying off its entire staff. Just everyone gone, fired. Bitch. Goodbye. Bitch slap. Yeah. So, after they kind of did Gearbox's work for them, they went bankrupt and now everyone's fired.
1: I Tough guess. life for, uh, for Timegate, isn't it? No. I mean, I guess if there's
0: anything we can learn from it is just don't work with Gearbox. Don't work
1: with Gearbox. Let Gearbox do their own thing. Yeah. Like, leave Gearbox alone, I guess.
0: I mean, Sega has also learned this. I I, I doubt they'll be cooperating with Gearbox again.
1: The only, like, Gearbox franchise I like is Borderlands, but, you know, it seems that anyone who touches Gearbox kind of... (sighs) ends yeah. up in flames a bit i mean apart from valve but that was the old gearbox you know when they did half-life yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, expansions
1: yeah they were good And the, they did a, a couple of pc ports of stuff as well yeah but they did the main one was the halo one which was really good yeah Had some awesome multiplayer maps in it
0: yeah i mean
1: and now it just seems that you know oh well just don't work with them i guess it looks like they've um, sort of grown into the twisted modern world of games developing that is oh, yeah. full of corruption and and unemployment
0: and whatnot. It's a sad time to be a video... I mean, I'm not saying we're video game journalists, obviously, but it's a sad time to be a video game journalist at, at this moment, like for anyone mm. out there.
1: Anyone broadcasting video game news, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's just full of uh, corrupt of, uh, companies. Corrupt companies... Studios going bust, uh, yeah, just people losing money. People being laid off, mm. and video games suffering Guys because of it. Guys getting fired.
0: Yeah. It's not great. People going pregnant and all over. All right, well, news.
1: <laughs> Why don't you start us off with something that is very close to your heart, my friend? I will, I will. I'm very excited. Good. Um, so, anyone who's listened to previous episodes knows that I am in love with Eternal Darkness the GameCube survival horror game. And uh, Tuesday, this week, a little thing appeared on the internet. It's a sequel to Eternal Darkness um, called Shadows of the Eternals, or something like that. Shadow of the Eternals, that's it. Made by Precursor Games. Uh, Obviously, when I saw this, I went mental with hype. um, Mm. And went into researching it straight away. So basically, Precursor... Are making a 12 episode kind of series thing set in the Eternal Darkness world. Each episode's going to have different characters to play as and be a couple of hours long. So, kind of like The Walking Dead in a way. Um, oh, that's cool. At the moment, it's exclusive to Wii U and PC. Um, my laptop is terrible, so I'm going to have to buy a Wii U for this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I'm kind of glad because there's some good exclusives on that that I like the look of. Hmm. But I'm also not glad because it's a terrible system.
0: Yeah. But uh, why do you think they wouldn't just call it Eternal Darkness 2? Why the, the, the different name?
1: Uh, well, apparently it's more a spiritual successor to the game, so it's not a direct link in the storyline. Oh, but okay. it involves like the Dark Gods, the Tome of Eternal Darkness. Um, there's a, a nine-minute demo on IGM Mm-hmm. on their official website, that shows one of the locations from Eternal Darkness, like, completely remastered in modern graphics. I think it was the Crytek engine. Oh! Cry engine. Uh, yeah, That's nice. that one. That's a nice one. Uh, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. You know, there's there's links to um, to the first game in it. It, it looks awesome. But Great. unfortunately, yeah. there's a catch to it all. Ooh. Um... This project will be entirely uh, fan financed. Ah, crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. Yeah. Um, And their goal is one and a half million dollars.
0: I mean, looking at success of, uh, I'm really bad with names. Tides, the Tides game.
1: Uh, I'm at a loss. I'm afraid.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm really. I'm sorry, but uh, some game. Which was uh, also a successor to a very old uh, Fantastic or RPG, which I can't remember the name of, but that raised like 5 million. And oh. another game, I think it was, was it Obsidian? It was another, no, it was In Exile Entertainment, I think. The guys were making Wasteland, right? That's, that's uh, In yeah. Exile. Yeah, they had, a, they had a Kickstarter and that raised millions as well. Oh, right. So, I mean, uh, considering that most people that use Kickstarter, it seems they use it for nostalgia, you know, Mm. like as proven by the Veronica Mars movie and other things like that. I mean, if you get a bunch of guys excited over Eternal Darkness and say, hey, give us your money and we'll make more of this amazing game. We've got a chance. We've got a chance. Yeah. I mean, I I
1: personally will be contributing, not much, but I'll do my best. Every cent counts. Because I really want this game. Um, I have officially decided I'm buying a Wii U for it because it's only £150 here, which is about the same as an Xbox 360. So, yeah, just so excited for it. Can't wait. Really looking forward to it. Huh. All the all, all the listeners of this podcast should go and donate money, even though you've probably never played the first one. Just do it, because I said so. <laughs>
0: Otherwise, he'll find your house. And kill you. Hide your... I'm not going to... Whatever. Okay, speaking of Wii U. <laughs> speaking of Wii U. Uh. Now, I... Well, since I've kind of been uh, out of it, really, this whole week, I don't really know the dates. But mm. uh, this week, two pieces of news about the Wii U development came up, coming from the big guys, EA and Avalanche Studios. Uh, Avalanche Studios, for those who don't know, are responsible for the fantastic open-world game Just Cause 2, which is awesome. So uh, EA and Avalanche Studios basically said that they will not be developing games for the Wii U. EA said that Frostbite Engine... Uh, just requires too much. Uh, The Wii U is not powerful enough to handle Frostbite and Avalanche Studios hasn't specifically stated that they're never ever 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 gonna do it but they said that they had development kits just kind of lying around the office and they haven't really touched them because Wii U isn't really powerful and they don't really wanna they don't really wanna put time and money into developing for something that at the moment is looking unlikely to to sell much so for the moment they're not really considering the Wii U in any way shape or form for their next releases which i'm hoping is just Cause 3 cuz that'll be cool.
1: Mm. Well i mean fair enough ditching the Wii U because you know ever since day 1 it hasn't done great in in the uh, release months. Yeah. It's sold poorer than the pre-existing Xbox 360 and PS3 which yeah. have been out and for years so and it's not looking great. This was actually a first time for Nintendo
0: that this happened because Remember when um, we, the Wii launched, right? It launched, like, two days after the PS3 or something like that. Yeah. And that thing sold, like, crazy. Like, you couldn't buy this thing anywhere because everyone was just buying it, like, insanely, you
1: know? Yeah, I mean, I remember being at um, a Christmas pantomime in 2007, uh, I think. I think that was when it was. Yeah. Um, and, and sitting in the audience, and, like, they, they got some kids up and said, oh, well, what do you want for Christmas? Every single one of them said, I want a Wii. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. It shows how far the influence has spread to like five year old kids.
0: Yeah. Well I mean the Wii was kind of like a, a platform targeted for families, really.
1: It, it was a huge um it was I don't know how to describe it. It was a huge difference kind of to the the attitudes of the Xbox and the PS3, which had gone yeah. for more adult teenage approaches.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, the every time there's like a, a new um, gizmo gadget thing, just like the motion controls yep. with the Wii, which really kind of pushed it, you know, in, into innovation uh, in a way that worked well, uh, people just jumped on that bandwagon. And the Wii U doesn't really offer anything like that. I mean, like, okay, we have a huge, big-ass controller with a touchscreen. That's, you know, nothing new, uh, which has <laughs> a poor battery life, you know, that's also nothing new. Um and it has no games. So,
1: yeah. Well, it has... The, the. What's kind of annoying is the Nintendo exclusives on it look quite good. To, Scribblenauts oh. looks awesome. Uh, Zombie U looks pretty good. Mario. I,
0: I feel like we've talked about yeah, this before, yeah. that Nintendo and their exclusives is really just pissing everyone off. That if they... Especially... Um, on the mobile market, like if they ported Pokemon over to, ah uh, yeah, I iOS or Android, they would be the top-selling game for months and months mm. and months, more so than Angry Birds. Like, just no question. Screw like Angry Birds, you know. It's uh, yeah. I hope that they change their mind. I mean, uh, because I don't want to really buy a Nintendo DS. Uh, I would buy a Game Boy, but they're hard to find now. And mm. you can buy mine if you want. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Beautiful. But yeah, so Wii U, I don't know. Uh, I don't really see Wii any reason Poo to. Wii more
1: like. Huh? Hang on, yeah. You know the Wii? Everyone yeah. took the mick out of it because it was called the Wii, and Wii is in urine. Yeah. Now, Wii U, wee Poo.
0: <sighs>
1: Come on, Nintendo, up your game. <laughs> oh, man. Uh- <laughs> I don't...
0: Expert conclusions being made here. (laughs) Uh, Next piece of news, uh, (laughs) EA server attacks, go. Yeah! I haven't heard of this, actually. I have no idea what happened, so... Fill me in, so to say.
1: Okay, I'll I'll fill you up like a pot full of... Just just get to the news. (laughs) Okay, I'll do it. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, So, uh, this week... EA have taken the servers down on Battlefield... I was about to say Battlefront. Battlefield 3, um, because of an impending attack. They haven't said what the attack is, or um, who's orchestrating it, but there's just been said that there's an attack being made on the servers, um, which means that the double XP weekend that was upcoming on Battlefield 3 has been postponed. um, And they put dice... Like, straight on the job but trying to make security measures to sort this out. So far, they're failing very badly. It's taken them quite a while, and they still haven't put the servers back up. Huh. And uh, apparently, EA are completely committed to getting this issue resolved, but it's looking like it might take a while. So, we don't know who or why. No, no.
0: I mean, I can, I, can really, I can kind of see why it's EA, but we don't
1: know who. Well, my suspicion—this is literally my suspicion—there's no evidence that points yeah, towards was yeah. at, at all. But um, a certain deal was made this week that we'll be talking about later. Yeah, I think it might be some people protesting against that.
0: Huh? Okay, I guess I see your point, but I—I I guess we'll, do, yeah, we'll, do, we'll, we'll, we can probably go into this later on. Mm. I mean. For all the people who enjoy Battlefield 3, which I'm sure is a high amount of people, because, I mean, it's a good game. It is, yeah. Uh, sorry. I mean, that's just... You know what? But honestly, Sucks. fuck EA. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I find it really hard to feel bad for them, because every time I've wanted to play Mass Effect 3 uh, online, their servers just wouldn't work. Just mm-hmm. straight up wouldn't work, and that's without anyone hacking them. And the worst thing is, they wouldn't work right after... Like, you know, like you finish all the waves, you've beaten the, the, you've beaten the, the challenge... And you're about to get your experience, about to get your credits. You're all hyped up. Hey, I'll buy a new pack. Maybe I'll get this character. I'll level myself up. I'll gain all these new skills. And it freezes right before it loads and says the connection to EA servers has been Ugh. broken. This happened to me like five times in a row when I do, uh, When I was just like, that sorry, Mass Effect Three multiplayer is dead for me. Mm. Every time I want to go back to it, I remind myself. I slap myself in the face. I'm saying it's probably not going to work.
1: There we go. And it didn't. <laughs> and it didn't. So. Uh, I guess good luck to them, but yeah. Uh. I mean, I, I can't say I've ever experienced the Mass Effect thing at all on Xbox, but mm. definitely the Battlefield servers were terrible on Xbox. Really? Yeah, they were like some of the worst servers I've ever seen. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know some doing. of the worst worst exactly. servers I've ever seen. That's what I was trying to say. They yeah. turn into inaudible garble.
0: No, I mean, uh, a lot of my friends who play FIFA, which isn't my kind of game, but, you know, <laughs> I, I see. Yeah, I know, I know, but, you know, <laughs> people have people have their, their opinions. A lot of my yeah, friends who play FIFA also complain all the time about EA servers just being awful. So, mm. it's across the board, really.
1: Yeah, I, I guess that's true. They, they've had it coming, really, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I sh- I don't really feel sorry for them. Just as soon, As soon as they become a good company again, yeah. But so far, mm. I just want so many bad things to happen to them. If only they <laughs> didn't owe all my favorite developers and
1: IPs. Yeah, that, that's the thing about them. Yeah. It's them as a publisher that sucks, but their developers are awesome. Like DICE Yeah. and Bioware are sick. Fisceral's really good at making linear games and stuff. So. PopCap, I guess. It's, it's a punch in the ovaries. It is a punch in the ovaries.
0: I need new ovaries. Speaking of ovaries, something that begins with an O. I don't know. Was that a good transition?
1: Uh, It'll do. (laughs) The OUYA uh,
0: had an additional funding, and that number is up in 15 million US dollars.
1: Ooh, dollar, dollar.
0: Making that mad cash, yo. So basically, they they got a bunch of cash, and now they're gonna do things with that cash. So that's all there that really is. I don't my thoughts on OEA are so mixed. I don't understand who this console is for whatsoever. It's not so far I think there's like three key groups you can divide gamers in, right? There's hardcore mm-hmm. gamers. And this means like me and you will play anything, we'll, you know, give our thoughts on anything, we'll buy games. Probably yeah. as soon as we have money, we'll spend it on games, and we'll play these games. Right? It's pretty
1: much my life uh, in yeah. a nutshell. There. <laughs>
0: yeah. God, I have to watch my money. But uh, so, so there's like these kinds of gamers, right? That that play games all the time. There is the you know the casual gamer, which like you know plays Call of Duty or FIFA, like mm. I said, and they don't really, they're not interested in gaming whatsoever. But they have that one, two, or three games that they're. Do they play quite a bit? Yeah. Yeah, because over, it's you know,
1: over a long period of time.
0: Yeah, because it's nice entertainment for them, and then mm. there's the kind of the, there's the kind of uh, gamer that can't really be defined as a gamer. Just like you don't call someone who watches movies a movier or someone who reads books a readier reader, mm. because like you know they have a smartphone, and if you have a smartphone, there's a high chance that you have some kind of game on it, right? Yeah. Uh, While you're waiting for the bus, while you're on the toilet, and you never tell anyone that you play games on the toilet, although everyone secretly knows that that's what you do. I did it today. Do you? I always play Robot Unicorn on the toilet, like all the time.
1: I I was playing Simpsons Tapped Out on the toilet. Pretty addicted to that game. You have that Yeah, I'm shamefully addicted to it. You're
0: okay. (laughs) You, you man. Right. So I feel like that's the three. The three kind of groups of gamers, and the OUYA mm. isn't targeting any single one of these. It's not targe- targeting core gamers, because um, we don't care, right? We have yeah. our phones we've for have We've games. got our things already. Yeah. We've got our big toys. We've got our big, powerful toys. Wink, wink. That can handle...
1: There you go. We've got one joke in. <laughs>
0: there you go. One sexual joke. That's us done for the week. We'll see you next week on Two Guys and Enjoy. Uh, core gamers aren't really interested because I mean we have either powerful PCs we have uh, a console that can handle games uh, you know that we're likely to play plus most of us have some kind of smartphone or tablet that we can play these other games on it's not targeting the gamers that occasionally play one game because well they're not really interested in the gaming scene at all so the idea of them buying a console that is cheap for free games I don't know I don't really see it happening and the last group of gamers, well, I mean, they're already targeted by someone else, and there's nothing that you're bringing them, giving them by making it on a console, because the whole idea of tablet and phone gaming is that it's convenient, it's quicker, and it's in your pocket, right? Yeah. So I really don't know how the OU is succeeding, why it's succeeding, and what it will do, but it'll be it'll be very interesting to watch. I mean, I I might end up buying one, but uh, I don't know.
1: Well, I gotta say. Um, I had a huge, long rant with another friend about this console. Yeah. Um, And it annoyed them incredibly. Uh, but basically, I think this console is destined to fail. I think it's going to be like the... You know, in the console wars, when there were tons of consoles made that just failed because of lack of uh, publicity and already established big hitters. I think that's going to be another one of those consoles. But then again... Nintendo looks like it's losing its game at the moment. So if the uh, developers of the Oya, O-U-R, however you pronounce it, are clever, they could move in on that market and become uh, the number three big developer along with Microsoft and Sony.
0: Yeah, but Oya...
1: And that's just how I... I don't know. Is that correct? Oya? Oya. I, I have no idea. I've been calling it the Oya. I don't even know if Oya? that's right. Oh, but it's they an should, O and a U. They really O-U. should think about how... They name their console so people can actually pronounce it before, <laughs> before going on and getting 15 million in funding. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh yeah. That's, uh, oh, yeah. that's oh, just, yeah. I'm going to say it. Uh, now, it I've, now
0: I've totally lost my point because of the silly name. God damn sorry. it, OEA developers.
1: See what they're doing? they poisoning have seen opinions. This <laughs>
0: you should have seen this. Um, no, I feel like the OEA, because it's an Android based platform. I mean, it will either require some extremely good exclusives, which mm. who the hell will make an Android exclusive for a single console that's really cheap and is focused on the cheapest gaming possible, right? I mean, every single game has to be free and have the option to be fully unlocked, right, as as a payment. Yeah. Like, what kind of dev will do that? I mean, they have that one upcoming exclusive title, which, which is looking quite nice.
1: Uh what's that? I saw that they have Shadow Run, but that's been out for years on the Xbox and PC. Uh,
0: let me Google that for you. Please do. Uh, please uh, do. Please. 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 Plugs. I. I See, Google isn't being helpful. Typing in OEA exclusive game" just doesn't bring up any results. They do have that one game, and I think from what I remember, it was it was by some rather. Um, big company, big publisher, big development house. You might. I don't know, I think you might be thinking of Shadowrun. Uh, let me see. I think I found it now. Um, to bring in an episodic prequel to the company's first game, Human Element, exclusively to the Ouya. While well, not much is known about Human Element yet, other than it's a survival game set in a zombie apocalypse scheduled for release in 2015, although bowling is promising Ouya backers will get exclusive access to updates during
1: development. I don't think that's the one, but... right. It, that sounds pretty generic anyway. Yeah. So that's not really going to attract many people, is it?
0: No. And that's the thing. I mean, even with the Wii U... I mean, okay, it has some okay-ish exclusives, mm. right? I mean, I guess LEGO City Undercover is a oh, good yeah. one. I mean, I, I play that. I love LEGO games. In fact, I'll be talking about one later, but... I don't know, the OEA just doesn't seem to, to, to make much sense from uh, not a marketing perspective, but from um, possible revenue increase. I cannot into English yeah. today, but you know what I'm saying, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I found a list of games. For the uh, OEA? For the OEA, yeah. All so right. I'll pick up some some big ones. Okay. Fez. Oh, that's a good game. Final Fantasy three. Okay, I guess. Uh, Human Element, you were right on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? Shadowrun. Yeah. Uh, Gianna
0: Sisters, I think, or whatever it's called. Gianna uh, Sisters?
1: Gina Sisters? Unconfirmed is Grand Theft Auto three, and Minecraft.
0: Then again... See, that's the thing, I feel like, uh, I, I, was it Touch Arcade? I think it was Touch Arcade that talked about this a lot, that the OUYA is basically, like, if you get your hands on it, the only thing you're really going to play on it is um, emulate games.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, if I got an OUYA, I would do anything I possibly could to play Pokemon on that, and I guess that would make some kind of sense, although it's not mm. the same, because Pokemon should only be played on a portable device. Because I think I put it on my laptop once and I just never played it after the initial 30 minutes spent.
1: Yeah, there's not that uh, compact magic, so to speak.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess like, I don't know, Super... Was it Super or was it just Mario 64? Uh, Super Mario 64. Super Mario 64. So I, I guess like you could emulate games like that on the OUYA. I mean, it should be powerful enough to do that. Yeah. If your uh, average tablet can do that. But uh, aside from that, I don't know. I mean, it's 99 bucks.
1: Uh, you have to buy the controller separate, though.
0: You do? No. no, you get one. You get one along with it, don't you?
1: No, you have to buy it separate. Are you sure? That's um, this is from when I looked at back in um, Easter time.
0: Yeah, but when they when they so were I shipping know, they might... the Ouya console, uh, you know, for for people who uh, backed it on Kickstarter, they were shipping it along with the along with one controller.
1: Yeah, maybe for the people who it for Kickstarter, but no see all your
0: console 99 99 and you have a controller extra controller is 50 it's quite an expensive controller so i mean if you're looking for uh co-op gaming it's 150 bucks which
1: I is what bother. i which is what i paid <laughs> for just, my xbox just could say i wouldn't bother <laughs> yeah stick to the stick to the big ones
0: yeah i mean that's what i paid for my xbox 360 pretty much i mean it was in francs mm. but uh, the the exchange is isn't too too different, yeah. So, I don't. I just don't get the idea.
1: It's it's a void. See yeah. how it plays out. I'm looking forward to seeing. What yeah, I mean, goes. it'll
0: definitely be interesting to observe its
1: its its success failures. It's the first time we've had a third party console in quite a while,
0: and the first Kickstarter back yeah. gaming system. Entirely. And
1: I see here on, on game, the console and the controller. Oh no, the console and controller are now together. They used to be separate on game. Hmm. So yeah, my mistake. Not so good. I, polo- I apologize. It's all good, my neighborhood. Yeah. He's... Speaking of neighborhoods,
0: forests. Forests are neighbourhoods, right?
1: Forests and near neighbourhoods,
0: sometimes. Sometimes? Sometimes forests appear near neighbourhoods? They could be. Tell me otherwise. I mean, I have a forest next to my neighbourhood. There's a forest... There's two forests.
1: Three! There's three forests near me. Well, that... Def- are they, like, all connected, kind of? Or are they No. Just- no, there's... There's Branket Hills Forest to the right. Yeah. Willett and Park Forest to... The front, I'm looking at it out my window now. Is it and pretty? then to the left, there's Branket Hills Forest number no. two, which is a different Branket Hills. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, so, you yeah. are living in Nottingham, so, you know. I'm forest. Uh, well,
1: yeah, the forest football team. I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> Robin Hood, exactly. Anyway, yeah. speaking of forests.
1: <laughs> yeah. We should actually talk about the game Forest. Yeah. Uh, so, children, there's a game coming out called Forest
0: that I know nothing it's an about. indie
1: games. This is going to be on PC, on Steam. And uh, basically what it is, is a game developed by the SFX artists of Tron, Legacy, and 300. Oh, I did
0: read about this.
1: Yeah, they were beautiful looking game, uh, games, films, I'm sorry. Yeah. They were really, you know, clear in their art design. Tron had the gorgeous neon um, setting, yeah, which, you know, had a lot of influence on Saints Row 3, which was great. Um, and three hundred, you know, had its really bold colors and really cool CGI backgrounds. So it'll be good to see a game from them. So basically, what this game is, it's an open-world survival horror game. Uh, it's set in a forest. Ironically, I know I never saw it coming. Did you? No, actually, I'm really surprised.
0: Why? Would, yeah. Why, why did you think they went with a forest?
1: Probably because I don't know. It's easy to do. Or, do you think the title has had an influence on that?
0: No, no, no. No? Sorry, I know. I don't know be, I don't a- be
1: crazy. I'm sorry.
0: I'm, I'm tired. It's late. Sorry. I know. Me. Yeah. Just, just sleep. I know. Just, just keep talking. I'm going to cool myself down okay. a bit. Okay.
1: So, set in a forest, um, and you're a survivor of a plane crash. And basically, what you've got to do is survive in the forest. So, you can, you can chop down trees to get fire um, and hunt animals and stuff for food. Um, And you can also navigate these underground caves for secrets and whatnot. But the the, uh, horror twist is that uh, the forest is filled with cannibal mutants.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. Yeah. And um, basically you can use stealth and traps and stuff to get through um, groups of these cannibals, or you can use some crude weapons that you can make out of materials in the game. So I imagine the tree chopping mechanic... It's going to have something to do with making some weapons. Um, And according to the guys who are making this, um, the cannibals are going to be like real characters with their own beliefs and families that they're trying to fight for. Which is kind of interesting for a survival horror game because you don't really get many of them. No, and when you do, they usually suck. Uh, The only example that I can think of that worked really well, that wasn't even really survival horror but it was a horror-ish area was Point Lookout DLC for Fallout 3 um, it had these crazy hillbillies that had their own creepy voodoo religion um, and and you know they'd openly get upset and enraged when you killed their friends and they were all, I could smell you! It was just awesome. It was a really good mm. DLC. All but right. um, yeah, It's kind of reminding me a lot of that scene as that DLC was also set in a Swampy, foresty thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm actually really looking forward to this game. I Dying. can't wait for it. Well, think I might buy it. I'll check thanks, it out on YouTube. Thanks for sharing. It's out. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah. You should I buy was, it too. I was unaware. Yeah. I, I probably will. I mean,
0: uh, I've been looking for a good survival
1: horror. It makes game. Slender look like a piece of crap. Oh, Slender was <laughs> which, a piece which of crap. it already is, to be honest.
0: Oh, I hated Slender.
1: The eight pages. Yep. I haven't played the new one, but the the, first the new one... one looks decent because of the yeah. amount of effort they put in the graphics. But the first one. I don't get why everyone was going crazy over it. Uh, it was just it was not sum- I could go on for hours on why that game was awful. I mean, to sum it up, in one word,
0: bland. Yeah. I mean, to sum it yeah. up, I'll I'll give you my mom's uh, opinion after she like my mom's never oh, played yeah. a game <laughs> ever in her entire life, pretty much. And then I was like, "Mom, come here, come here. Uh, this is a game that everyone's going ape shit about." Well, I didn't swear because you know I'm, I'm all naughty. nice, I'm all nice around my mom. I was like, "Hey, mom." Check this game out. Everyone's going crazy about it. Uh, basically, you just walk around with Aya with WASD, and you find pages, and then you click on them, and there's a chance that someone will come and kill you. She played for the whole game, just stone face, like, no expressions whatsoever. <laughs> Slenderman came up, started buzzing in her, her, her screen. She was like, my eyes hurt from this. <laughs> and then when it finished, my mom was like, why would anyone play this shit? And she just <laughs> left. And it was amazing. <laughs> Just
1: got up and left. Just got
0: up and left. She didn't even comment. She like she Dro- didn't even engage. Drop in the discussion. mic and leave. Yep, she dropped the mic. So oh, uh, good honor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, that was my mum's opinion on Slender. It was a bad game. Just such a bad game.
1: And what's funny is like equally simple, low graphics games like uh, SCP eighty seven are really good. Yeah, I love SCP eighty seven
0: yeah that game is that game is a, that is one of the few games which could actually give you a scare. like a proper it's scare.
1: like um, a while ago, I was playing it at college, and like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, look, I'm so beasted this I'm, I'm not scared at all. And then I got to like a really far down level, and um SCP170 is it from from the other one uh, Contamination containment is it the Is it the black one? Uh, no, the, the, the stone one. I can't remember. So you have to keep looking at him. The main guy. Wait, wait, sorry, 2, sorry. Stay 270, again? is it? The main guy who you have to keep looking at in containment. Oh, he, 173. He actually One, in 173, right? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. He, he appears in um, 87, and I was like, what the hell is this thing? Oh, really? Uh, I was like, no, oh, screw this. And turned around, and it just killed me, and it made me jump. <laughs> and I went, oh, God. <laughs> right in the middle of college. Everyone turned around and stared at me. <laughs> just, like, Actually,
0: Containment and, Breach uh, is, a, is, is a fantastic game.
1: Yeah, it was really good.
0: I want to see that, like, I want to see that, not Kickstarter maybe, but, like, funded to be a full game. Mm.
1: I, I need to get the new update.
0: Yeah, actually, I haven't played it in ages. I might do that yeah, tonight.
1: I haven't played it since the summer.
0: Bad idea, but yeah. Okay, uh that basically sums up the news. We have we have a couple of small things that we, we don't really have time to comment on, but they're kind of important. Mm. And they are three pieces of news about upcoming titles. Uh, from which I haven't really played any. So, first we have a new Wolfenstein or Wolfenstein game announced. Which Ooh. I know nothing about because I live in Germany and Heil Hitler, it's it's illegal.
1: So Mecca Hitler is not wanted in Germany.
0: You know, it's ridiculous. It's like, it's been so many years. Just get over yourselves. Like, yeah. people fuck up. It's fine. Like, not only do they ban anything Nazi related, now they're trying to blame Polish people for the whole anti-Jewish uh, thing. Like, it's just, <sighs> just, just stop. It just, just doesn't stop. even make any sense. At it's ri- it's ridiculous like they're trying to cover up like oh World War 2 wasn't us I was like stop
1: Hitler was actually Austrian. an American Hitler
0: was Austrian
1: yeah yeah that old f- Falunky.
0: anyway uh, continue R- R- Wolfenstein was announced a new game I haven't seen anything about it because like I said it's illegal in my country so have you seen
1: anything uh, not the new uh, well I've seen the trailer for the new one and there's some Nazi robots in it and I've also played the first one, Wolfenstein 3D, because I love games like that. I love Doom. So does the new trailer look any good? It looks different, very different. Um it looks it reminds me a lot of Hellboy 2, the golden army one. Mm. With was loads a good movie. of Robot armies. It's a good movie. I liked it. Yeah, it was quite good. So we'll see. We'll right. uh, we'll wait for gameplay. All right.
0: So, that, that was the thing that happened. Uh, Kingdom Hearts HD remake for the PlayStation 3 has been announced. Now, I never owned a PlayStation. I've never played Kingdom Hearts, but it always intrigued me in a lot of ways. I don't know about you. Have you?
1: Uh, I mean, the only experience I've had of it is my friend Anasu going on and on, saying it's the best thing in the world and saying that Goofy is a badass. And I'm like, it's Goofy. How can he be a badass? So Goofy my- is a badass. No, though. No. Yes. no. Remember,
0: remember when we were at your house when you watched the Dolan show?
1: Yeah, but that's Gooby, not Goofy. Fuck who, Dolan. Okay, sorry. Completely right. different story. Remember
0: the Goofy skating game? That, was, that shit was awesome. Just skating around as Goofy. I need to play but that it's again. It's not badass, oh my God. though,
1: is it? Badasses... I, when I think badass, I don't think... Goofy or Donald Duck or Mickey Mouse. I think like RoboCop or Judge Dredd or Batman. Yay. No, 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 no. Don't give me that shit. yeah,
0: right, sorry. It was just Donald <laughs> Duck. Donald Duck was my childhood. Okay, you can't offend uh, an icon. Like when I was little, I would <laughs> I would actually be obsessed with Donald Duck to the point of me calling him my actual uncle. Like I was pissing everyone in my family off because I was making all these. Stories about how Donald Duck was my uncle and we were I don't know separated at birth or some (laughs) stupid shit like that. Like I was obsessed with Donald. He was the best thing to happen to the world since ever. Okay, like don't don't do
1: this, all right? Donald Duck is the shit. I'm sorry. Look, thank you. It's not my fault. My childhood was much more savage than yours. (laughs) Playing manhunt and watching dinosaurs eat people and stuff. See, (laughs) my my
0: childhood was like playing Barbie dolls with my sister and watching Donald Duck. (laughs) So, uh, that explains a lot. Big difference there. <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Kingdom Hearts looks like, like it's some, it's like, looks like it's some cool stuff. So, you're getting a, uh, a remake. You
1: know the HD? Is it like a complete graphical overhaul? Or is it just a bit nicer looking? Do you know? Or?
0: Uh, I do not know. But I'll be able to okay. tell you in a second. And meanwhile, you could tell them about uh, another game that's been announced. Which is Sims 4. And your views on that.
1: So The Sims Four has been announced. <laughs> um, Thanks, Joey. My view's pretty, pretty meh. I haven't played much of The Sims. I played Sims Two a little bit. Uh, I need to buy The Sims Three because me and my friends are making all of our teachers from our old school on it and making them into superheroes. So that's I need idea. to get that. Yeah. Um, but you know, hopefully it's not another Sim City case. Yeah, that's that's
0: the first thing that came into my head when I heard that.
1: Mm, yeah, same. Um, I mean the Sims, you you know, the Sims, the actual main franchise, not the spin offs. Um,
0: is pretty the decent. Most it's pretty good fun. video game ever created. It's,
1: mm. Sims. it's cause it appeals to everyone, really.
0: Yeah. I mean, I always find it really weird, like you're spending your gaming time playing
1: life. Like Yeah. That but, tells- uh, that's a good point. That tells me a lot not, about It's, you as a it's person. playing God on other people's lives more so. Yeah.
0: Instead of doing those things, I don't know. I mean, there was a point where I was at a, a friend's house and I played Sims 2 for like six hours because that friend was somewhere else doing. I, I don't remember the story, but the point <laughs> is, I played Sims 2 for like five hours and I had a family and I was really attached to them and I was like taking care of them. And, you know, the, the, the woman was pregnant, the husband was like working or whatever. And I had to go. Uh, i don't know like use the bathroom or something like that and i i gave it to my sister really quickly and i was like hey just play for me really quickly like you know just mess myself i come back my fucking pregnant woman is dead because my sister didn't know how to pick something up from the floor and she couldn't fucking step over a tray of food so she got Ugh. stuck in the corner and she died from hunger because she was stuck in the corner due to a tray of food wow. and that kind that's of that's really my heart.
1: ironic yeah i know Starved to death by hunger because, well, obviously by hunger. starved right? to death by hunger. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just realized what I said, and it was quite <laughs> dumb. Uh, I'll just be quiet now. Yeah.
0: I mean, and after that, uh, Sims hasn't really appealed to me. I mean, we bought Sims 3 and Sims 3 Pets uh, because my sister was into pets. And we've never installed it on anything. I found the CD, like, a, a few weeks ago just kind of lying on the bottom of a shelf. And so I was like, huh, I should probably install this and check it out. But, uh, yeah. Lol, well, know but probably I won't because I have my own life to take care of hmm. uh, speaking of uh, Kingdom Hearts it just says Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix will be available exclusively for pro- play- pro- <laughs> PlayStation 3 in nice. North America on September 10 and in Europe September 13 that's from Polygon.com
1: oh nice September 2 that's not far off
0: not September 10 and September 13 so
1: get hyped Kingdom Hearts fans yep and that sums up our, our
0: news for and right now. news and uh, we will now take a quick break to yep. do breaky things. Homage. You do when you're on the break. And uh, when we come back from said break, we will talk about what we've been playing this week because I've actually had time to play Sunny this week. Charlie has had time to play Sunny this week as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we've decided to change our discussion topic. Yeah, last minute. Yeah, because fairly i mean it was we had to do it
1: yeah should, should we, we should we keep that a mystery till the end or yeah
0: yeah just keep it a mystery. i mean it's, it's
1: probably pretty obvious what it is but, yeah i mean yeah. like yeah
0: yeah if you've read anything <laughs> in video game news related then it's probably pretty yeah. obvious but
1: if if you're wondering oh why haven't they mentioned the in the news yeah you've, <laughs> we you've will you've mention already. towards <laughs> the end of
0: the show <laughs> mm. And uh, then we've also received some uh, feedback, well, not feedback, some questions from our Facebook fan page, which you can go to and like on facebook.com slash two guys and their joysticks, or just look up two guys and their joysticks on Facebook, and it's there. Give us a like. We appreciate it.
1: Let us know what you think of the show and send us any questions in, because yes. feedback helps. Yes, feedback
0: does help, and we're totally not doing this to whore ourselves out. So. No. Never. Well, I'm not. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them
1: you're s- you're practically selling organs on the fan page.
0: <laughs> naked photos. I promise, naked photos. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be back after the break. Uh, don't miss us too much. Bye. Bye. Welcome back after the break. Well, right. we've already done this before. Yeah. We're um, so, so gonna go. <laughs> You know, we were like four minutes into, into recording and everything was going so wonderfully and then Charlie's internet decided to
1: to Die. Pull, it it just died.
0: Decided to pull an Osama on us and just disappeared.
1: Mm. And pull. no one would show any footage of it. Well, that's not true. We might, we might show the <laughs> footage at the end.
0: So it's not exactly like Osama, are you saying? Mm.
1: It's, it's sort of like him, but not entirely. Okay. Right. Nor did we throw my internet connection in the sea. You weren't for your internet connection in the sea. No, no. What point was Osama thrown into the sea? When he got killed. Well, yeah, but
0: that's after they found him. We're saying yeah, that it I disappeared. That's what we're talking about. No, no, we're saying it disappeared like Osama, like through the period. Yeah,
1: that- but Osama also disappeared because he got killed. No, I mean when he disappeared, nobody knew <laughs> where he was. <laughs> well, both analogies work. So that'll okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've probably managed to already offend someone with this anyway
1: um, sorry
0: we're just gonna go back to to this is weird because we're not really going back because for the people listening this is like a first yeah, time. yeah this is
1: the first time but for us i've already ranted on about it for about five minutes so. and now you have to do it again yay <laughs> and i, can't I to listen what to it I again said.
0: okay should we be really fake about this and pretend we're doing it like for the first time, or doing should we acknowledge?
1: Yeah, all right, let's do it. Should we be really fake? No one will know.
0: <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> right, so Charlie, what game have you been playing this week?
1: Well, I've actually been playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game. I enjoy that
0: game.
1: <laughs> uh, I've actually been playing um, Far Cry Three: Blood Dragon. No which way, makes you really? Very jealous. <laughs> really? What's yeah, it like? a big surprise, What's it like? right?
0: Summarize it for me.
1: Get hyped. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, for those of you who don't know, it's a standalone game spin-off on Xbox Live Arcade and I think PSN. And and Steam Steam as well. Um, And it's it's an 80s version of Far Cry, which is just awesome because I love 80s films. I'm a big fan of the holy 80s quad of sci-fi films, which are Terminator, Alien, Predator, and Robocop, because they're great. Um, yes definitely and you just you just can't beat them so this game was obviously really intriguing to me because it has a ton of references to those films specifically ton of references to 80 films and 80s films in general so like there's references to star wars there's references to commando and arnold schwarzenegger action films there's even a reference to mortal Kombat in there which is just great um so that was one of the first selling points of this game and it, it's really intriguing to anyone who's either been born in that time or is very interested in cinema from that time. Uh, another great point is that you play as a Cyber Commando Mark IV, which is just so cool. Yeah. a uh, super hype robot guy who has special powers. You can breathe underwater indefinitely. You can run really fast, jump really high. There's no fall damage. And the best part about him, his name's Sergeant Rex Powers Cult. He's voiced by Michael Bean from Aliens and Terminator 1. So that's really cool. He's such a good voice talent. He's good talent in general. Um, so I was very happy about that. And he's fantastic. He pulls off so many great, cheesy one liners when killing bad guys. So, you know, it makes, makes uh, stabbing a guy in the back of the head even more satisfying when he goes, like, peekaboo. <laughs> That's just brilliant. Uh-huh. Uh, in terms of mechanics, basically the same as Far Cry 3. Uh, you've got your level-up system. It's been made more basic, though. You don't have a choice in what powers you get. You simply unlock a power when you uh, attain a level. It's got the same stealth-based takedown mechanics, except that um, from the start, you unlock Chain Takedown and Knife Throw Takedown, which has been replaced by this really cool Neon Shuriken. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty freaking awesome as well. Yeah. Um. And also, it's got the basic shooting and weapon upgrading as well. So to get upgrades for weapons, you have to complete missions. Uh, and the the upgrades are just crazy. They're, they're not like Far Cry Three, where it's like, oh, here's a new scope. Uh, for example, the shotgun in the game, which is the Terminator Two Model eighteen eighty seven. Um, you can get a quadruple barrel upgrade for that. Mm-hmm. And then equip it to fire incendiary rounds, so it fires four shots at once. They explode and set everything on fire. Just freaking awesome! And like the game clearly is based less on stealth. I felt that Far Cry Three, uh, the bug standard one, was encouraging players to take the stealthy route a lot. Yeah,
0: definitely was. Yeah, yeah.
1: and this one is encouraging you to go more all out carnage with mini guns, flamethrowers. You know, like laser guns, sniper rifles that shoot explosive rounds, which I believe is a reference to the Robocop guns. Uh, So, yeah, just the combat is a lot more big, epic and satisfying. Mm. Um, Did I mention that the crafting has been taken out? I can't remember because I'm having to work out what I've said in... The first take. not not in
0: this version, but it's not like I know what you're talking about.
1: Uh, All right, <laughs> well, uh, here's a big surprise for you: the crafting system's been taken out. No way, really? Yeah, man. Wow. Get hyped again. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> um, know what?
0: You know what? You know what? I'm I don't know why I'm getting like a really weird déjà vu moment.
1: Yeah, I get what you mean. It's it's like really? we've already talked about this somehow. Yeah, it's like it's like I've done this before. Yeah. It's huh. like we're living in a dream. It's like weird, man. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. I suggest we talking... should stop talking about the deja vu before my internet decides to join in and disconnects again. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> so, before it goes also Yeah, crafting
1: system, yeah. Yeah, crafting system, yeah, that's it. That's been taken out, fair enough, because I think it it would slow down the game quite a bit and it's very fast-paced. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And surprisingly, for a fast-paced game, it's quite long. It's about uh, five to seven hours long. It's it's a nice little adventure into uh, it's also open world. So you get a mini version of Rook Islands with its eighties theme, with uh, your standard outposts, which have been renamed garrisons, and they're these big sci-fi bunkers. Mm. Um and the main new mechanic that's been added in, and this is the around the time when the internet shut off. Uh, so this is actually new to me this is this is new stuff oh damn i'm excited hot new content for all you listeners fill me in (laughs) i know i've said this before i don't know why you're laughing now (laughs) you didn't laugh the first time (laughs) so i'll fill you in like like a plant pot of soil um (laughs) <laughs> it's the, the main new mechanic is you can actually use the blood dragons themselves in the game to cause carnage and fighting. So the blood dragons are these big prehistoric beasts that glow neon green and orange. And they shoot lasers out of their eyes, obviously, of course. Obviously, you know, what what else? Yeah, it's like science just makes sense. Yeah, it's like
0: science just happens. Yeah. Just happens in Far Cry 3 blood
1: bright. dragon. Yeah, man. Ubisoft. All them blood dragons... Pimping it with their lasers. Speaking of which, there's a reference to I'm a Fire in My Laser by a Blood Dragon. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, so the mechanics for them, you collect cyber hearts from killing your enemies who are cyborg soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can throw these uh, cyber hearts in a direction, and a blood dragon will just come storming over towards the cyber heart and start killing anything that's in the vicinity. So you can use that to clear out outposts by uh, destroying some shields that prevent the Blood Dragons from entering and then just throwing in a cyber heart and they'll come in and wreck everyone's shit. Or you can um, use them to just distract them and get them away from your position while you're trying to sneak up on an enemy and stab them in the back. And then... Is it OP? OP? No, because the Blood Dragons are pretty strong. So you couldn't just use it and then that's that you will have interference from a blood dragon at some point and they're quite hard to kill. All right. Which is good because it adds, they're they're kind of mini bosses. It adds a level of uh, challenge to it. Although I never died once playing this game. Uh, The blood dragons are no pushovers. You have to use everything in your arsenal that you've got to take them out, which is cool. All right. All right. Uh, So. Last, last few things I need to talk about. Yeah. Um, Soundtrack. Phenomenal. Really good. Awesome '80s vibe, and the storyline also really good, hilarious. Awesome '80s vibe. That's pretty much all I got to say on it.
0: Oh well, uh, few things. One, mm. fuck you. Do ask. I oh, want yeah, that sure. game. I'm it. jealous.
1: I've completed it already. I'm playing it again this weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah. If actually you no, know, because <laughs> exams after exams, then I'm gonna go and get it.
1: Hmm. So. That's that was my original plan, but then I. Fell astray when I played the demo and was like, I just have to buy this. <laughs>
0: I feel like this is a very special case in video games because mm-hmm. it... Not only... Cause, I mean, it's a good game, right? So yeah. not only that, but it also brings up two key things that we've kind of... One of them we've seen a lot in video games and one of them we haven't but we should see more of. The first one being retro games. I mean, like, all the games... Getting popular, I mean, this is, you know, largely due to the iPhone uh, market, iOS and Android market. Like, all the retro stuff is getting extremely popular, and people like mm. it, whether it's nostalgia or, you know, whatever. And yeah. Far Cry 3 is kind of homage, or is, is it pronounced homage or homage? homage? Homage. Homage, of course. Homage. Homage. Homage sounds kind of like, you know, like in the ghetto. It's like a ghetto way of saying homage.
1: But yeah, yo
0: homie, and yo, homie, you yo, be homie, homie, providing homage. that homage for your homie. Fuck it. So, uh, <laughs> that's kind of cool that Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon is doing that, you know, kind of mm. going retro without really making
1: it be the only selling gimmick, yeah. but at the same time, it is
0: being the only selling gimmick, if you know yeah. what I mean.
1: It works gorgeously well at combining um, a retro feel with modern mechanics and style. Yeah.
0: And. This, well, I mean like you know that's like a clear I mean love or hate retro uh, what Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon did is hard to hate by anyone mm. which yeah. is what I'm saying is so great about about it's it's not really retro but uh, it's 80s theme it's retro yeah. themed kind of But uh, the the interesting thing to talk about is, I think we've also touched upon this last week, is that there should be more standalone games based on uh, fully-fledged... Yeah, pre-existing assets. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you know, I think we mentioned Dishonored
1: as an example. Mm. A cyberpunk Dishonored game, that would be Oh, man, I would love that. I would actually love that so much. Yeah.
0: Or just anything else, really. I mean... uh, I mean, pretty much every single developer—we've talked about this as well before we start recording. Every single developer and game publisher is is losing cash, pretty much, apart mm. from like Activision, and I think
1: maybe EA. Probably but, not Bethesda.
0: Well, yeah, but they've also been kind of, you know, quiet, really.
1: Yeah, they haven't said much since they, uh, since they stopped Skyrim support.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they haven't really published, you know, I mean, like, okay, DLC, I guess, but they haven't really, you know, done anything, whereas Square Enix have published a a shitload and they lost a lot of cash, Sega has published, they lost a lot of cash, Mm -hmm. TimeGate, well, they've gone bankrupt, everyone's fired, Um, other studios that that are just escaping my mind right now, but a lot of studios are losing money, and I think that what Ubisoft did is very clever, because you have a lot of the assets... It's just, uh, you know, reworking them and reusing them in a way that doesn't really require too much development
1: time. But, you know, it still pulls off the same effect as having a complete new game. Exactly, but it produces a a highly polished product Mm. for a
0: lower price, uh, which can make them some good money. I mean, from, you know, like a a company point of view, it's genius. From our point of view, it's genius because, you know, 80s Far Cry 3. I mean, Far Cry 3 was a fantastic game, and now you're getting in an 80s yeah. uh, style, which I, I really want to play. So, good I think
1: a, a great thing about um, the the Far Cry 3 games in general, the, the Far Cry 3 and Blood Dragon, is that they're showing a different side to Ubisoft. Like, uh, Far Cry 3 yeah, yeah. show that they, they can develop a really mature psychological storyline yeah. um, I know a lot of people who play Far Cry 3 don't really catch on to that because uh, a lot of the audience who play it are just shooter fans but being a person who's very interested in storylines and stories in general, there's a lot of like hinting towards psychological factors of the characters in that game Yeah, and then Blood Dragon goes and shows that Ubisoft has a fantastic sense of humour, Yeah, that game is just so funny, even to people who like on into 80s stuff so it's, it's just I'm, I'm really glad they're kind of pulling out the stops and showing what they can really do
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not really a big fan of Ubisoft outside of Far Cry. I mean, Assassin's Creed isn't really my kind of, I guess it might have to do with the PC ports, which are terrible mm. terrible PC ports and uh, nothing about that game really made me I mean, if a game is called Assassin's Creed and a game like Dishonored does the actual assassination part so much better than Assassin's Creed. Because, I mean, Assassin's yeah. Creed could really be called parkour simulator where
1: occasionally people die. Yeah. You know? So It's basically just sword fighting now, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know
0: a lot of people love uh, the franchise, and it is an important gaming franchise. Yeah, yeah
1: definitely.
0: And I have, I've got nothing against it. It's just not my kind of game. Maybe if I played it on the console, I'd enjoy it more. I'll have to see. My sister really yeah. likes it, though, so... Controls very
1: well on console. I will say that.
0: Yeah, I mean each to their own, right? Mm. Uh, But Ubisoft's upcoming Watch Dogs looks absolutely like every time I hear something about that game, I just get more and more
1: excited. I'd start screaming like a little kid whenever I see more Watch Dog news. Have you seen that that new article? Yeah, I was reading it today
0: on Polygon.
1: Uh, Oh, have you also seen that? um, In Watch Dogs, they're planning to have like smartphone and tablet interaction. With the yeah. game world, yeah, that's really cool. Basically, okay, I don't remember the article,
0: but basically they said that uh, you'll be able to hack into a camera, right? From mm. that camera, you'll see like into someone's apartment who's like sitting on their laptop or whatever. You could from then from that camera hack into that person's laptop and access that person's like individual life and like history and what he's been doing, or like hack his webcam and observe his house and just stuff like that. And it just sounds so Watching fantastic. Him fat. It just sounds so good, and like apparently the uh, EI will be like you know the the, the person whose laptop yeah. it belongs
1: to will be able to change according to what you did. Based a lot more on um, character thinking than scripted events and stuff. Oh, just thank you, thank you, uh, thank oh, you for no, this yeah, game. Yeah. It's it's a big step. I think it's going to be really influential in design in design in general.
0: I think it's going to be a very important game for so many reasons. Mm. I mean, also, someone
1: today, uh, not today, but the other day, he said to me. Oh yeah, Watch Dogs just looks like a really generic game. Excuse me, get out. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you, I you. You who's hyping over GTA 5, which it <sighs> doesn't look generic. It just looks more generic than Watch Dogs.
0: You know what? I feel like any time an open world game is made, people just compare it to GTA. GTA,
1: anything. I know. It's not even the best, really.
0: No, to be honest, I really didn't enjoy GTA 4. I mean, San Andreas no, was awesome, obviously. GTA 4 wasn't great. No, but GTA four. I was really like I. I bought it on stale. Stale. I bought it sale. I bought it on sale. <laughs> was that and a it mix was of Steam stale.
1: and sale? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bought it off
0: a sale. It was kind of stale. There we go. <laughs> Wrapping it up. Drop me a fat beat, yo. But uh, yo, dog. The game wasn't Homage. enjoyable uh, when you compare it to an open world game like Saints Row Three at all. Mm. I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Me do. A lot of people would disagree with us, but screw them. (laughs)
0: Screw them. We're right. We're published on iTunes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Where's your podcast? We're the authority now.
0: (laughs) Where's your podcast? Where's Um, your power? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not saying GTA is a bad game.
1: Oh, no, no, of course not.
0: Just PC port was bad, and compared to Saints Row 3, it just. No. You can't. It's like comparing, I don't know, Spinach to. This delicious
1: cake. This delicious cake. Like, sure,
0: spinach is healthy, and, you know... It's good for you, but... It's good for you, but you have this delicious cake. And it wants to be inside of you.
1: I I consider Saints Row to be my kind of guilty game pleasure, because I'm much more pro-serious gaming with a really in-depth storyline, and then Saints Row 3 is... Yeah. completely different to what I'm used to. You know what, Oh man. So Like fun. every time I'm bored though, it's like, hey, yeah, what's... slap on Saints Row 3, that's yes. very true.
0: Saints Row 3, fuck shit up. Love that game so much. Get and hyped. Number 4 is looking absolutely... Oh, I just really can't wait for number 4, oh, man. man.
1: I've worked out my finances, I should be able to buy both the Blacklist Collector's Edition and Saints Row 4 if, if I, I don't eat for a week. If so I can't
0: buy Saints Row 4, I'm just gonna sell something, like my sister. Mm. I'm just gonna sell my
1: sister. Sell, sell him. On the Slave Market. This by is getting football. really dark now. Yeah, so uh,
0: anything else you've played this week? <laughs> uh,
1: I have played Injustice, but we're not going to talk about that again. <laughs> All right, yeah, Injustice is so, good, yeah. basically. It's, it's, no, it's, it's awesome. Presented.
0: Injustice is awesome. Right. Uh, on to your games. Well, I've played a couple of things, but uh, mm. the one I really want to talk about for a couple of reasons, I don't know if you've played this, is a game, is an indie game made by one dude called Papers, Please.
1: Have you ever even heard
0: of this? Sorry. I I don't think I've even heard of this. Oh, fantastic! Because it's a very interesting game. Mm. Okay, so right now it's in alpha stage, so it's not finished, but you can download it, uh, kind of as the guy develops it. And Papers, comma please is a game. It's hard to it's hard to begin. It's hard to know where to begin. It's a game you play as uh, a member of a country called. Astrotska, something like that, right? It's hard to pronounce, <laughs> which is a communist country, Ugh. right? And you have been assigned to uh, check passports at the border. Right. And you have no choice, obviously, like you need to do it. And uh, hmm. you have a family to take care of. And depending on the money you earn, it depends what you can pay for and like how your family, you know, behaves. So like whether they're hungry, whether they're cold, whether they're sick, depending on the money uh, you bring into the house, you know, uh, they will either feel good or they will feel bad. And you kind of want, need to take care of your family, right, as a man living in this communist country. And the whole game is basically three screens, right? Mm. The top screen is just a visual representation of like people standing, waiting in a line, your little control booth and like a long walk path. To the glorious country of Arsalzka, right? The bottom screen is divided into kind of like three fourths. So, like there's a thin part on the bottom of the screen, which is where you see people come up to, to your control booth, and there's a bit of your desk, right? Mm. And then on the right is your actual desk and your stamps, whether you accept them into the country or whether you deny them. Oh, cool. Now, the game is hideously. Uh, Pixelated, like it's pixel art, but it's hideous pixel, art, and that's obviously on, done on purpose. Yeah. I mean, like it's really pretty, like it's 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 well designed. Uh, if it works
1: it, in favor, then that's good.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. It's just very dark, you know, very grim. Mm. And so what happens is uh, you you have days, right? The, from the from the first time you accept someone, like a timer starts going, and like your work day ends at six. And after six, whoever you accept or deny, like you don't earn any money. So you only earn. Uh, cash for allowing people into your country. You don't earn any cash for denying people Yeah. but as the game progresses like shit happens, right? Like there's a terrorist attack uh, People like get more strict our stock becomes more strict and there's a lot more things you have to check for so while in the beginning It's just you know, like uh, as simple as checking whether their passport has a valid date and Whether you know, like the the sex is correct like male female and then, based on that, you like accept them or deny them. Then it becomes extremely complicated and it's just such an interesting game because you have these people come up, they place documents on your desk, you drag these onto like your actual big desk, and then there's all these rules you have to check like you know whether their height matches, whether their weight matches, whether the picture matches the name oh, wow. on the separate pieces of paper, whether it matches uh what country they come from, and if they come from a certain country, they might need another permit, and then they have. And it's just all these things you need to check, but you have to do it really quickly because the clock is ticking, and you need to get paid to, you know, to be gotta able get to that cash. Yeah, gotta get that wild cash to party hard in the glorious country of Varshtoska, right? And it's really interesting. Yeah. Like some people try to bribe you, and uh, for example, if they succeed and they have a good reason, and you let them in. Uh, you know, there's like medals you can obtain, which kind of gives it replayability in a way. Uh, and it's just such an interesting game because it's, mm. it's kind of more than a game. It's also like a commentary. Like the guy wanted to make a statement on, on uh, you know, communist countries. And it's it's absolutely fascinating. It's free right now. You can download the demo. It's oh, it's sick. on. I'm pretty sure it's been green greenlit. So as soon as it's actually finished, it'll be on Steam. But it's just fascinating, and it's crazy because it sounds like such an easy thing, but you mess up like crazy. There's all these things
1: you don't. Yeah. you know catch. It, it sounds like it's it's got a lot of consequences
0: yeah and I mean it's it, it's it's it is grim like especially later on when you get to a part where you can scan people because you know you're scared they might carry weapons and stuff mm. and like you know it, like it prints you a picture of like beautiful naked pixelated dark grim pixel art that you have to look at and study for like you know weapons or hidden Jeez. things and like someone is crying because their baby is you know whatever. It's it's a very interesting game.
1: Well, I have just started downloading it. Good man. I
0: seriously like if you're interested in uh, interesting, different indie titles that really mm. have a lot more to say than just hey, look, I'm a yeah, game. this
1: is this is a game. Play it. Yeah. It sounds and, like a really in-depth social commentary, which is a really interesting theme.
0: Yeah, and it's. and it's one of the few games where gameplay really ties in with the story there's not many games like the whole interface is very clunky doing all these things takes time and the way the whole thing works really ties into to the story and there's very Mm. few games that successfully do that where like the whole mechanic uh supports the story and vice versa it's it's very interesting
1: well well I'm, i'm actually quite blown away this
0: sounds really good yeah, I mean, I was. I think the first time I saw this, I saw this like s- someone on YouTube I was subscribed to uploaded it, but I didn't really have time to check it out. And then Total Biscuit uploaded a video. And mm. since I'm an avid <clears throat> fan of Total Biscuit, I checked it out and it was just amazing. I was yeah. blown away. So,
1: well, being a person who is studying um, communism and Soviet Russia mm. uh, for my history exam, that sounds really appealing. Uh, and links in with my revision work so if i'm uh, sat there playing papers pl- playing papers please and uh, someone walks in and say why aren't you revising i'll say i'm revising this is about communism <laughs> so i i actually think like i mean like i said i really like serious games and yeah. stuff that are really in depth that sounds perfect
0: yeah no so, it's uh, it's such a it was a great surprise mm. to find this i mean
1: Looking re- at the the graphical style as well, the colours used are all groggy, grim, yeah. dark, and I think that really plays to the tone of of communism in general. Yeah, you know what what they want to use is the bold red colours, but what they end up creating is a world of grey. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was completely improvised. I feel <laughs> put that in a yearbook, bitch. Get hyped. But, yeah, I'm saying that too much. Yearbook quote. <laughs>
0: No, but yeah, I was very positively surprised. And it's Mac I think it's out on Linux as well, Linux and Windows, and it's a free download. Just look up papers, comma please, and you'll find it. It's made by a guy on Twitter called Ducope, I think. Yes. It's...
1: That's that's also the name of the website where you can get it. Great. Dukop. And you can actually com.
0: submit a name for a person in in the game. So I, I made mine sound a bit more Russian and submitted Yatsik Matskivichovsky, So hopefully nice. <laughs> hopefully you'll be able to interrogate me in a communist country. <laughs> Get hyped. Oh, God. I'm doing
1: it now. now. Crossovers.
0: (laughs) So, uh, one last funny thing I've played. Remember when last week I didn't really have much time to play and I was saying that I just downloaded Batman DC Super? Robot Unicorn Attack 2? No. I mean, that is a good game as well, but Batman DC Super. Lego Batman DC Super. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. On the iPad. Mm. Dude, that game is cash. Like that game, it feels like you're playing a console game on your iPad. It's amazing. Wow, that's awesome. Like, seriously, if you so have, like, five bucks to, to spare on your iPad, get that game. It is so good. But it does something that is very interesting and very different to Lego games. And I, and this is, once again, going for the whole free-to-play. Now, it's not free-to-play, but it's going for the whole monetization, you know? Yeah. So, throughout the whole game, there are permanent two buttons on the top right. One of them is the menu, and one of them is a little characters thingy, Right? Mm. always like this is whether you're in the hub whether you're in the level anything you click on that thing and you get all the characters that are available in the game all 80 of them right yeah and you can kind of swipe through pages of them and you click on them and you see their name you see their cost in golden bricks and in lego studs, and you see their abilities right now obviously lego games have always been about grinding to get that one character that has this one ability so you can unlock this thing that can help you unlock the next character right yeah and what this thing does is collecting... Well, to, to be able to buy a character, you, have, you first have to unlock them as well. But you can buy these golden bricks. And with golden bricks, you can just instantly purchase a character from any place in the game. Oh. So while you can play the game like I play it and yeah, go for the levels unlock the character then see how much they cost in studs and they're actually very expensive that they take a while to to... It's a very grindy game this one and I feel like that's once again Unfortunately caving in to make people buy these golden bricks Mm. And you can also buy packs of characters you can like buy all the Justice League buy all the villains buy all the Whatever and you can only buy these packs for the golden bricks Yeah, which I feel kind kind of breaks the Lego game philosophy that's always been going on in Lego games, you know?
1: it does a bit it kind of breaks the economy of it so to speak yeah
0: exactly but Hmm. aside from that you're seriously playing a like a console quality game on in a device that you keep in your pocket and i would seriously highly recommend it it's funny like it's a lego game so you know it's funny uh the combat is actually surprisingly fun and good collecting studs. to punch dudes in the face. Yeah, and it actually, it has finishing moves as well, which, like, no Lego games have. (laughs) Like, it has actually, like, it goes slow motion, and Batman does, like, this cool, crazy animation thing, and he just beats dude up, and they explode into bricks. It's awesome. Brilliant.
1: Brilliant.
0: Yeah, and the the, the thing about this one is that it's voice-acted, though, so, like, unlike the the Lego games of Silent, this one has actual voice-acted story.
1: It was the first one to be voice-acted, wasn't it? Lego Batman 2? Um, or was Lego yeah. Batman 1 the first one?
0: No, no. Lego Batman 1 also had the whole Lego thing going on. Yeah. I think it was Lego Batman 2 DC superheroes yeah, Heroes And then Lord the of the Rings followed on. And then afterwards. Lord of the Rings, yeah. But yeah, so, no. It's a, it's a very solid game. It doesn't have co-op, obviously. But uh, yeah. it has that whole switching Does characters. Does it have online co-op? No, no. Oh, okay. None of the none of the mobile Lego games have co-op. But if yeah. you have to choose between Lego Harry Potter years 1, 2, <laughs> 4... Lego Hyper Potter Years Five to Seven and Batman DC Superheroes Heroes then get Batman because it's such it's... a good game. Why? Because it's Batman. <laughs> so uh, highly recommended for me. Uh, I I'm I'm glad I spent. F- I would have spent more than five bucks on this game. Like the yeah, is I just, I just weird. looked
1: it up and it's only two ninety nine over in England. So uh, very cheap.
0: Wow, for a full console. It. Wow. I may I mean, as well for... just
1: get it on iPad instead of on Xbox like I was originally going to.
0: Well, I mean, the Xbox does give you the full console and co-op mm. support, whereas the iOS is the port of the DS Vita version. All right, but that's still like a thirty, forty buck game, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, that's well, a full, you. It's a full console title, and you're getting it for two ninety nine. So, mm. you know, like if you actually have to think about that, you're probably retarded. Yeah, I'm sorry, but. You're Jason
1: Voorhees. You're Uber Jason. You're Uber
0: Jason from Jason X.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling that's going to become a running joke. Uber Jason. <laughs> Uber Jason. God, oh, man, I wish I I could thinking, do... man?
0: <laughs> I wish I could do like a German action just so I could say Uber Jason.
1: Uber Jason? No, that's too gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: feminist German Nazi
1: interested right. in Jason Voorhees. Get hyped. Oh, God, I just said it again. (laughs) Where is that from? Where is that from? I just, I started saying, what originally, it's it's my phrase. Someone's probably said it already, but I got it from myself. Ah. It started because I started, like, saying to random people who I just walked past in college, get on that injustice hype, son. Ah. I just say it to just random people who didn't even know me. Um, And now I just keep going, get hyped. Creative man. Mm. Ladies. Ladies Don't forget my, like my email creativity. is what was it big dick og at swagmail. Dots and weed swag or something like that. Yeah, email me four twenty with faggots. Holla.
0: I've also well since we talked, I've played some Star Wars Jedi Academy and God that game is fun. Oh my God, it's, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Jesus, that game is awesome. It's so mm. good.
1: Have you had a, a chance to play Knights of the Old Republic two yet?
0: No, I've played Republic Commando and Jedi Academy, but I haven't played Cultor really? 2 yet.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing your opinion on that. I want to yeah. see if you share the same one as me.
0: I'll probably we- save it up for the summer, just like buy a bunch of energy drinks and yeah. just,
1: you know. Well, we should play it when I come over. We should play it together. Yeah, we should. Yeah.
0: All right. And I don't mean Kultor 2. Yeah. Okay, so that, that basically sums up uh, <laughs> what we've been playing. Mm. Anything else, really, that you want to add to what you've been playing this week? Um, let me have a little think. I've had a burning desire to play World of Warcraft. I haven't gotten around to it, but man, I was like, I woke up and I was like, shit, I want to play WoW.
1: Like, I want to uh, play well, WoW. Well, um, Matt was telling me the other day that he wants to start getting into it. So I said, um, I'll start a new character so we could all start new characters together and uh, and get hyped. <laughs> <laughs> Swag, you no, know I, this episode's got to be called "Get Hyped." Get hyped, yeah. It's just got to be called that. This is the one week where we know what we're gonna call it.
0: Yeah, that's actually what takes the most time is coming yeah. up
1: with the title.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm writing it down so I don't forget. Exclamation yeah. mark at the end, son. Archive it. it
1: blue. Okay. Get hyped. Right. Um,
0: um, I, the low. thing, the
1: thing about WoW
0: is though, I never want to make a new character, man. Like because when I first got it, I played every single. Character and class combination I could think of up to level mm, yeah. 10 or 20. You know?
1: Yeah. So now... Now you, now got, I'm you like, got by oh.
0: Like, I have all these alts, and I just abandon them. You know?
1: I know what you mean. I have, a, I have one main and, like, three alts. Uh, yeah. This is on my new account, obviously, because my last account got lost in space and time. <laughs> Mine got <laughs> hacked? Going no, back, uh, remember, you, when you came over in the it. summer, and I... Yeah? Got some WoW time, and I was going to yeah. go on it, and it just disappeared.
0: Oh like yeah, the, the account and was just gone,
1: make... and I yeah. had to make a new one.
0: That was a that was a punch in the punch in the ovaries, the punch of the ovaries, yeah. Speaking of ovaries, there's <laughs> no I can going? there's no I can go into EA Star Wars
1: Disney by saying ovaries. Um, Princess Leia has no no forget no. it no discussion uh, time. Make his ears now.
0: I was actually—I actually, don't know if you've seen this picture, but like you know how there's these internet uh, jokes about like if God is real, then how come something something? Mm, yeah. I I love the one where it's a picture of Jabba, and it's like if God is real, then how come Chicha manana wuka, ha ha.
1: Na 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 puki solo. <laughs> I tried to learn Hutis once, and I just learned a load of insults. And insulted one of my friends. Is that an actual thing
0: you can look up? Learning how to tease.
1: Yeah, there's like a full language.
0: No way. Okay, I'm going to look this up. And you can uh, bring, lead our viewers, lit viewers. What am I? This isn't. I know, last time
1: I called it a video. This time. I know,
0: I know. I feel like we're destined
1: to make a video together. It's going to happen, kids. It's going to happen. Someday. 2K, 2K 2K13. Hashtag. Call your friends.
0: Uh, so yeah, you can lead them into Yo. our discussion okay. for this week while I look All right, up guys. because follow I can't
1: me believe... <laughs> so our discussion this week, uh, as you know, we were originally going to talk about d l. c and uh season passes, but a big, big, big piece of news dropped, and we both agreed to just drop that and talk about this instead because it's there's a lot that has to be said, so basically, yeah. for any of you little fools who live under a rock and don't know um EA have signed a deal with Disney. Holy
0: shit, this is an actual thing. I'm sorry. Like a history of the language, pronunciation, numbers, cussing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I this told is you. Amazing. It's a full thing. It's a full thing.
0: Lessons as well. Holy <laughs> shit. This is gold. Oh, my God. Now we can try to create our own complete hottie sentences. I enjoy cake and pie for desert. Gee, pal, waf, chon, patoga, chelik, mumu
1: you know oh you know from from learning a little bit of hutties i actually managed <laughs> to figure out that the hutties and knights of the old republic is just <laughs> random words all smashed together
0: i am going some of my spaceship jibola <laughs>
1: chuta it's like we're basically in jabba's palace it's like i am jabba you are it's like Leia is here tied up. I never found her attractive, to be honest. No, neither did I. Carrie Fisher does not do it for me. No, she doesn't do it for me.
0: All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just Jeez, can't, well, believe... Oh, yeah, I
1: can't believe. Oh, yes. Star Wars. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so EA and Disney. We kind of, that kind of ruined the whole impact of the big game. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Comedy value still sells. <laughs> <laughs> do you want
0: to start again? <laughs> God, from after the break.
1: Your reaction is killing me.
0: I'm sorry. I just can't. I love the internet sometimes. This
1: is fantastic.
0: (laughs) I'm going to print this off and I don't even... Get the whole thing.
1: Make a book. I don't
0: even... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. All
1: right. Okay, so EA and (laughs) Disney signed a deal. EA is going to (laughs) publish all future (laughs) Star Wars games. Um, DICE, Visceral, and Bioware are going to make them. Uh, So DICE does Battlefield. Visceral does Dead Space. Bioware does Mass Effect. Um, and the Old Republic, really. I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. guess
0: that's more relevant to Star Wars. Uh, I
1: guess, I guess, but it's more well known for Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, because Mass Effect is, you know, our Lord and Savior. Oh, all hail Mass Effect. So, you know, what we suspect, what pretty much everyone suspects, is um, Dice are going to do Battlefront. Please. It's very similar to Battlefield. Please. Oh, and also uh, Frostbite 3 has been confirmed to be used for these games. Yes! Uh, and then Visceral apparently might be picking up 1313, which was a third-person Star Wars shooter. Didn't
0: or Jedi Knight.
1: Jedi Knight. Doing I mean, I mean,
0: Jedi no, Knight? I mean, I like, mean, none of this has been confirmed. This has just been speculation, but oh, okay. they were saying if... Well, they weren't saying if, because EA already... Po- <laughs> they were saying if, e- if Visceral was to make anything, it's probably 1313
1: or Jedi Knight. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Because, I mean, like, what else could they do, right? I mean, technically. Yeah. Oh, well, what did you think about 1313, by the way?
0: <clears throat> I watched the, the, the gameplay trailer that they had. Mm. And I was like, this doesn't really excite me in any way, shape, it or form. But like I like guess-
1: Star Wars. I'm sorry. Someone had a go at me about this on YouTube, saying, oh, it's just because there's no lightsabers. No, it doesn't look like Star Wars. At all.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: Well, it just looks like any other sci-fi universe. I mean nothing, nothing in that made me go oh look it's Star Wars apart from the name of the video but that's irrelevant yeah but I don't know Like, I don't think we've
0: had enough material to really make a proper comment on it but from what, from what we saw from that one video I guess
1: I mean my criticism is all the people going oh that game looked so good it didn't. It just yeah, looked like a third-person sci-fi yeah. shooter. That was yeah. it, really.
0: But I mean, then again, it was the kind of thing that could have saved LucasArts because they haven't really done anything yeah. good. If if in they'd a while. shown
1: off more of it, fair enough. But from the little we've seen, yeah, didn't no, really I
0: impress. I got you. Yeah, I got but
1: you. But yeah, there. that
0: might be, that might get picked up again. So. Mm. And then uh,
1: my hope for Bioware is that they do Knights of the Old Republic three because please, I'm a Knights of the Old Republic whore. Please or Republic Commando too. Uh, yeah, Imperial Commando—that's going to be called. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I I read somewhere that this was a while ago. This is talking like before the Dark Knight Rises was out. Okay. Um, but I so read before the whole that, EA thing. Um, someone bought like uh, the the original developers of Republic Commando bought um the rights to a game with laser guns and swords or something and someone was like that could be imperial commando okay but i'm guessing that's off the cards now because of this new agreement
0: not to sound like a dick but hopefully because yeah i mean because the the, the strengths of the first one were the squad-based teamwork and the the
1: characters right and uh, the grisly atmosphere as well it was a really dark take on the stars universe
0: yeah And, oh, the books are so fantastic. Have you read the Star Wars Republic Commando books?
1: I have, yeah. They're very good. So good. The Order 66 one's my favourite.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I should read those again. I really Mm. enjoyed those. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so BioWare is known for making good squad-based, story-focused, character-driven games. So,
1: you know. I don't know. I I can't see them doing an FPS. It's very hard to imagine BioWare doing an FPS. Sure, they can do... um... I mean, really good squad mechanics and character interaction, but I just—it's difficult to imagine an FPS. They might make it a third-person shooter though this time. I wouldn't want that though. Or they
0: might—they might make it a, an FPS, but
1: keep. They might—they might co-work with Dice to do it. I mean, you never know, really, do you?
0: Yeah, I mean, Dice yeah. are
1: good at first-person shooters, so they could be working with them, and they do the story and whatnot, while Dice does the gameplay. Yeah,
0: and I mean, Disney uh said that how is it they will they will maintain the rights to assign social new developers games. to one
1: but Disney keep doing social games star Wars yeah, social games social and right.
0: mobile mobile games mm. so they can kind of uh give that to any other developers so like I don't know like Rovio is a good example mm. who made uh Angry Bird Star Wars, which I haven't played. That's pretty much how I feel about this situation as well. And Star Wars so, Pinball. Okay, so... Oh, yeah. Well, that was... yeah Exactly how I feel about that as well. So, what was your initial reaction when you first read the article Disney has
1: signed an exclusive agreement with EA to make Star Wars games? Initial, like, initial reaction? Yeah, yeah. Absolute mortification. I was like, no. Why EA? Why? Just, just why? Just why? First, they get rid of LucasArts. And then they team up with EA. Disney's lost all my trust. And I, I think if you remember, I actually said I was going to boycott Episode 7. I was that yeah. upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then after a couple of hours, it sort of sank in that we're going to get these games made that we've been wanting for years. Finally, we have a chance for it to happen because EA will make them. EA are brilliant at playing the market, which is why everyone hates them so much. Um, I wouldn't say that's why, but okay. Well, they play the digital market, and although everyone complains about it, they're still making a ton of money off it, even if it has dropped recently.
0: No, no. I mean, EA, more or less, EA has a general idea of what gamers would like, mm. I would say. They just don't have, they don't have the heart and the balls at the same time to yeah. make that a reality. Like, they either have the balls to completely mess it up, mm. or they have the heart to, once again, completely mess it up. <laughs> Good sum I, up. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Mm. Like they, they just don't have the two things at the same time.
1: Yeah. And I uh, suppose heart and balls just. Heart and balls, man. Wait, so if balls equals messing it up and heart equals messing it up, does heart and balls together equal success? Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: I mean, look at Valve. I mean, they've got heart and balls. Yeah, they do. They don't fuck up. Whereas, I don't know, look at. Activision, they don't really have heart, do they? They've got load balls. balls. Yeah, they've got a bunch of balls, which mm. is shown by the target audience. I'm gonna stop before Invalides. I offend people. But uh, <laughs> you know what?
1: I... Let that slip out.
0: Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Call of Duty gamers, we love you really. Uh, no. I guess. I mean, I had the same initial reaction. At first, I was like, "No, no, this is horrible." they're they're gonna mess everything up they're gonna, I don't know, it's just horrible and uh, a few hours later unlike you, my reaction was pretty much still the same (laughs) and I I feel like we could probably discuss this for a long time, which I'm hoping to do
1: But well, I mean I think my reaction was mainly based on the developers, not so much EA I'm still annoyed that it's EA but Mm -hmm. at the same time I'm very happy at the developers they've got because they've all provided very (sighs) solid franchises yeah, the downside to the franchises is, I mean, um, Mass Effect 3 and Dead Space 3, certainly EA have made them a lot worse than they could have been. Um, Battlefield 3, uh, fans of the original ones say that EA have worsened it. I really like Battlefield 3, so I can't really comment on that, but
0: well, Medal of yeah. Honor Warfighter, was it? I mean, just look at that in terms of yeah. an FPS because I mean, Battlefield 3 is still acceptable to a certain extent. Mm. But the new Medal of Honor that
1: was fucking terrible. Uh, yeah, well, I think Medal <laughs> of Honor is going to be just dead from now on.
0: I thought I thought it was like I I thought they like fired everyone, shut down, no more Medal of Honor,
1: wasn't it? Oh right. I didn't mean in the literal sense. I meant in the. But yeah, if if it is dead in the literal sense, then uh, damn.
0: Yeah, it's a shame because Medal of Honor EA Rising game.
1: Sun was great. Yeah. Back when EA was all right. Yeah. I miss those times. Good times. Good times. Yeah,
0: no, that's. Uh, I was at GameStop, and uh, I was talking. I was asking the guy what he what he thought, and and he basically said kind of what you said that he was just really excited that he might finally get to see all these games. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, here's the thing: they have fantastic developers, like they have the best developers in the industry, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you Some know, of them, uh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, like you know, opinion BioWare. based. Okay, oh, but Bioware and Visceral and DICE. I mean, these guys know what they're doing, Mm. you know, definitely. The pros. And they know how to make a good game. And then when that game is finished, what EA does is it takes it and it just shrivels it into this ugly thing that they can sell for money. Mm. And that breaks the magic of what the developers put into it. And I mean, I'm trying to think of the best example to use from all the ones that we have. I guess SimCity, Spore
1: uh mass hey, effect sport 3 was all right yeah
0: but if you're it wasn't I mean, what they advertised i don't see, I don't see to the be... hate against sport that people are having it's like oh sport was fucking terrible compared to what we were promising no it really wasn't sport wasn't that bad you're you know exaggerating a bit
1: i think but, that the main annoyance i mean with me the main annoyance was um, the advertising led me to believe that we would be able to create everything in the universe yeah but that wasn't true we created one species and then played six different games that weren't very polished no, to get them exactly. through life
0: and i mean so like that's an example uh because apparently maxis wanted to make an entirely different game mm. and i had the the galactic edition i think that was called a oh, man that was such a good collector's edition the dvds and that were fantastic like to watch it was it was so fascinating mm. but uh so so they did that first then um Mass Effect Three. I mean, we all know what happened. Uh, I mean, th- it's hard to say what is true and what is rumored. But essentially, uh, the the original ending got leaked, and EA were pushing for a release date, and they had to come up with an ending that would just you know suffice and uh, yeah. sell. So you know, and then microtransactions, and then Dead Space and, uh, Three, which from is from ashes thing-
1: as well that was on the disc, and it was an incredibly important part of the game, and they cut it out for money.
0: Yeah, no, that was disgusting. That Mm. was...
1: That was what pushed a lot of people over the edge, I
0: think. I'm not surprised. I'm sorry, but, like, I'm going to try to keep this not as explicit as I would like to to make it, but Mm. if you have a video game where it's three games about a certain species, it's literally three games talking about this one species, and in the third game, on the disc, you have... The last surviving member of that species as your squad mate, it's on the disc, and you make people pay $10 to access that part. That is disgusting.
1: It is very shameful. That
0: is disgusting. Worst thing so about it was I ways. paid
1: for it because who wouldn't want
0: to miss out on that? Oh, yeah, no, of course. I mean, it was a genius marketing move, but yeah. fuck you. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they had yeah, the balls, was... they didn't have the heart. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, it was a vicious
1: that's... move. It was disgusting. Uh, and it was so obviously deliberate as well that's what ticked me off
0: yeah that no, was just it
1: was disgusting
0: that's all i can say it was just mm-hmm. nasty as from a gamer's perspective it was it was just awful i mean it's basically I'm, I'm trying to think of like what to compare it to it's like it's like having lord of the rings where you have to buy the ring as a dlc day one <laughs> yeah you know it's called lord of the rings right it's it's kind of the same thing really Whatever. Mm. Then Dead Space 3 Which was a single player game Which had microtransactions Which was also kind of disgusting in a way Because it just breaks the game In yeah. so many ways It's like you know You could play our game Or you could just buy this stuff And beast and... through it really quickly <laughs> Yeah And not enjoy the game the way it's meant to be enjoyed Two thumbs up 10 out of 10 ratings or whatever. Woohoo. And then obviously we have SimCity, which was just a gigantic mess. It was lies, it was deceiving, it was awful, it was horrible.
1: And uh, I mean, loads of people are looking forward to
0: it, I just feel sorry for all of them. I know, because when was the previous SimCity release, before this one? It was ages ago, wasn't it? A while ago, yeah. It was ages yeah. ago. And people were looking forward to it, and then EA just messed it. Even like uh, the the I always forget his name. Is it Will Wright? The 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 main guy at Max's. <sighs> I can never remember his name. Is it Will Wright? I, I
1: can't remember either, friend.
0: I apologize if it isn't Will Wright. Let's see. Will Wright. But the even the guy working at, at Max yeah, it is Will Wright. Even okay. he said that what they did with SimCity was disgusting, and if he was someone purchasing that game, uh, he would be pissed off himself. Like if he bought that game, he would be pissed mm. off at the developers, which is kind of funny because he's the guy who made it. so goes to show a lot, really. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I'm scared of will happen to, to the stars, because I have no doubts they'll be really good games. Mm. But uh, yeah. what will happen to them after they're developed. You know
1: That's the worry, really. A lot of people are scared that um, Battlefront 3, if it gets made, they're going to start picking it apart and removing planets and units and stuff, and uh, yeah. having that as DLC.
0: It'll become like a, a, a milking cow for... because at this point who doesn't want a Battlefront 3, right? I mean, yeah. if you've played the original 2, or even if you haven't and you've heard everything about it, and you're maybe just like waiting for an Intrigue upgraded graphics version or, you know, whatever... Um, they know that people want this game. Like they know people want this game bad. And what tends to happen yeah. is if you want something probably bad, probably one you're... of
1: the most anticipated or uh, wanted games of the decade, I'd say. No, I wouldn't be surprised. Definitely. Mm.
0: And well, Half Life Three as well, but you
1: know. Yeah, yeah. I think those but, two uh, are probably the biggest ones.
0: It's interesting how it's how it's threes, threes, threes. Always come in threes. I had a, I had, I had, I had uh, an oral in my English class where I talked about the number three. <laughs>
1: Three is a magic number.
0: Not, not <laughs> you can that song. No. You can no, I don't know that song. You can tell <laughs> we're tired. Um, <laughs> but I think like when people want something really bad, they're they're more likely to accept bullshit.
1: Yeah, compromise.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> have such a pretty way of putting
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a writer. What can I say? Oh, ladies, I'm my own writer. Ladies, please email me at... I can't remember what it is now. <laughs> Ladies. You know it. Yeah, you know it. Yowls. You know it.
0: Um, so I- I'm definitely scared that that's what will happen. They'll be able to get away with a lot more because, mm. I mean, they're already getting away with Battlefield 3. Yeah. And then taking like the most anticipated game and putting the Star Wars name on it will just make it prone
1: to... Well, I think it's a double-edged sword, really. I mean, on the one hand people are so hyped for this game that they'll just lap up anything they release, including digital content that's been removed from the full game. But oh, on the yeah, other I hand, would. You've, I know, I mean, I say, uh, yeah, I'll, I won't buy it, but I will because I love Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. But then, again, on the other side of the sword, um, you have the might and mass of the Star Wars fandom and if you make a mistake with them, if you bugger it up, they will let you know and that could potentially make quite a dent in their finances. Yeah, but... But I think the other version's more likely, because the anticipation for the game is bigger than EA's... Um, uh, not EA's hatred, the hatred of EA.
0: Yeah, but look, I mean, how many franchises have they technically messed up? Like, how many studios have they shut down? Like, people know this happens. Mm. I mean, look at Mass Effect, right? I mean, the backlash was huge. Right? Like to the point of uh, you know... Petitions and stuff. Petitions, Wikipedia or Wikipedia, however you pronounce it, you know, actually updating both EA site, Mass Effect site, and those those are still up there. Like, the controversy like, it was probably like on TV, it was like a new... It doesn't matter. Like, it was a big deal, but does EA give a shit? No, they don't. They could like... What they could do is like, they could record a video to all those fans. They could like... You know, like reach into like their wallet, take out like a million dollars, take out like a lighter, light it with like a straight face, and just throw <laughs> the burning money at the screen, and then turn it off. Like they don't, they don't give a fuck. They're, you know, they're EA, and that's what worries me.
1: Yeah, you know? I mean, going on your balls and heart theory. Yeah. They have so many balls that there's no space for the. Heart. They can't keep them contained. The balls are rolling out everywhere else. That's yeah. a really disgusting image. I apologize. It is.
0: <laughs> I just, <laughs> uh, why am I trying to imagine this so hard? I, I can't, I don't know. Uh,
1: I, I'm sorry, I just saw the SimCity box and it says winner of 26 PC game Awards." Are you yeah. serious? Not anymore, it's
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So um, actually, what what other games would you like to see? Because EA, well, obviously like those are the three big developers, but EA yeah. owns a, a ton of others. So, what other games would you like to see, maybe Star Warsified? And we've talked about this before the podcast that Avalanche Studios, right, was meant to be producing a Star Wars open world game. Yeah. Like I said, they were like the devs for Just Cause 2, which would be really awesome, I guess, like to have mm. a huge open world dicking around Star Wars sandbox. But uh, what would you like to see, Star wars Warsified by EA? Uh,
1: well, there was a rumor of a very detailed. Bethesda-style Star Wars RPG set between Episodes 3 and 4. And that Mm. intrigued me a little bit. I think Obsidian were set to make that, but then obviously it went to EA. So I wouldn't mind um, seeing that. I think that could be really interesting.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, uh, especially since that's a a kind of a gap where we have less... I'm not going to say there's not much lore there because there's still a lot but less than during the Clone Wars, uh, pre-Clone Wars in the Old Republic era, uh, in the Empire and post-Empire in the New Republic. So that era is something I'm really interested in, and I think like Bioware could do an awesome job of, um, of doing yeah. that sort of thing. So I'd like to see that come to light, definitely. What about you, sir? For what about me, you? Um, uh, I'm trying to remember... <sighs> You've read all the Starbucks bo- You've pretty much read all of the Star Wars books, haven't you? Um, I'd say nigh about every single one. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't
0: remember the name of of one of the main Sith lords. There was a whole book written about him, and I uh, can't Darth if- Bane. Darth Bane. There we go. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure it was Bane. Mm. I'd like to see a game focus entirely on him because he was yeah. such a badass in the book.
1: Yeah, that that could be cool.
0: And uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know, I know, I'm probably the kind of Star Wars person you hate, but I'd like to see something with General
1: Grievous. <laughs> because he's awesome. No, oh, I, I mean, um, uh, General Grievous in Clone Wars, the animated series by the guy who did Samurai Jack. Yeah. Um, General Grievous was an absolute badass in there. He was awesome. Yeah, was I, I watched when, the um, series. It's, oh, it's yeah,
0: awesome.
1: it was only when. Mace Windu broke his chest with the force that he started to kind of wimp out against Jedi. Yeah. And um, now his badass attitude attitude has been completely retconned in the terrible, in my opinion, it's terrible, um, The Clone Wars, the new uh, CGI animated series. And now he's just a coward all the time, which is such a disappointment because I preferred it when he was really mysterious and we didn't know much about him and he was just this ultimate badass and then he sort of got injured and wimped out.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, he has very interesting back lore before he actually became this, this uh, yeah. um, cyborg robot.
1: What was the name of his race? I always forget the name of his race. I Let think it Google begins that with for K. You.
0: But uh, I would love to see a game just about him. Because I've always, like, every time there were mods available, I would just play as him.
1: Yeah. He was uh, my favorite um, hero too. in Battlefront 2 as well. Yeah, exactly. Or villain, rather.
0: Born as... He, his, his original name was Quimein Jai Shilal.
1: Homeworld oh, Kalish. Kali. Kalish, that was Kalish. it. Yeah, he Kalish, yeah. Kalish, yeah.
0: So, no, I'd love to see a game about him. I think mm. it would be awesome. Like a dark, gritty one, you know?
1: Yeah, I think I agree. I would like to see that too. I don't know what genre it, it would be. Um. But. <sighs> But... With both Darth Bane and General Grievous, I'd kind of like to see a Force Unleashed hack-and-slash-style style thing. Style game? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. If you, did you ever play um, Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith, the game?
0: Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith, the game? Mm. No, I don't think I did.
1: Right, well, in that there was um, a bonus level where you could play as General Grievous, and they like nailed his fighting mechanics and that perfectly. Like his special ability was pulling out his gun and then Mm -hmm. he could activate other grapple attacks where he'd use his feet to sort of pick people up and throw them around. And then he could get all four of his arms out and perform special combos and stuff. So I think he'd uh, work really well in the hack and Slash.
0: Yeah, I see that. Mm -hmm. Um, What else would I like? Star Wars Racer was such a good game. I'd like to see a reboot of that. Yeah, yeah. A reboot of Racer would be awesome. And, well, what else have EA produced uh, over the last few years?
1: Um, They've been pushing the FPS market
0: a lot. Yeah, but they don't really know what they're doing apart from yeah. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all the Harry Potter games, I mean, 1, 2, 3, and 4 were fantastic, 5, 6, and 7 were bullshit.
1: But I mean, maybe they could do a Jedi Academy-style thing like that. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I would like to see Visceral try and do a Jedi Knight game. I would be interested in seeing that, yeah. I think it will be really cool. Mm. Uh, what else? Let's just think. Well, obviously... Oh, do
1: you know what Visceral could do? Um, yeah. Did you read Death Troopers? Might have read it. I, I have all the source books in Polish, so I might have. Um, Death Troopers is about a Star Destroyer that has zombie stormtroopers on it. Okay, no, I didn't, but that sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, Visceral could completely, totally do a game on that.
0: Oh my god, yes.
1: That would be awesome.
0: You know what, I am going to email EA. Let's email EA.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Email. email bomb
0: them. Let's call them, actually.
1: I wish Even I if call it them right was um, just a short sort of arcade-style thing, like the Call of Duty zombie modes. I mean, say so what you like about Call of Duty, but zombies is fun. It's just straight-out yeah. fun. Uh, I mean, if it was like that, that would be sick. I-, I don't really
0: hate COD. I just hate everything about it, <laughs> apart from the actual game. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, it's, yeah, it's it's the, more the stuff attached to it rather than the game itself.
0: And I, I mean, feel I, like...
1: I hate the online community.
0: Yeah, I was. This was, I was. I was about to say that. I feel like the online community is just a bunch of kids because mm. I was at is my girlfriend's kids, house and or... like I've never played cod before especially on a controller because she has the PS3 mm. and I don't have a PS3 right so I've never played cod before I've never played on a PS3 controller she was playing online she had to go do something she gave me the controller like play for me right and f- <laughs> for the first time I was like nine kill streak and I was like I'm sorry what like you know something is wrong when you play a game for the first time online and you have a nine kill streak yeah like like, s- screw gaming experience or whatever. Like, you you just know something is
1: wrong. <laughs> the kill streaks are a big wrecker as well, because it's like, press this button and let something kill everyone for you and sit in a corner. Yeah, that, that, that really seems takes really weird for me. Away. It's like,
0: so kill a lot of people so you unlock a free way to kill more people. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. It's, it's pretty dumb. I mean, we could probably spend a whole uh, episode talking about COD itself, but... Jeez. <laughs> um... I mean, Counter-Strike, Battlefield, yeah, Battlefront.
1: Battlefield's better for large scale, I think, and um, Counter-Strike's better for tactics.
0: Yeah, I mean, Counter-Strike yeah, I is so much fun when mm. you play with the right people.
1: Yeah. And Unfortunately, right um, for any modern combat shooter on the English servers, all you get is angry northern men swearing all the time. <laughs> so, Yeah, it's not, it's not great. On PC, it's alright, just on console, it's Angry Northerners. Yeah, uh, Alas. we've
0: we've derailed completely from 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 the point you were making.
1: Um, I would like to latch back to Battlefront Three. <laughs> this is where you could tell we've spent some time structuring this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I would just like to do a quick promotion for the Facebook page. Who else wants oh, Star yeah. Wars Battlefront Three? Because yeah. I just think it's really relevant to what we're talking about. And um, now we finally have a chance to actually make it happen. So basically, this group's committed to um, to getting people who enjoy Styles Battlefront to like it and show their support for a third game. Um, I mean, now it's looking very likely that a third game will come out because EA no monies. Mm. Um, but like the admin um, of the page has sent me a couple of points you would like me to include in the podcast. Um, oh really and in exchange he's going to advertise our podcast on the page so thanks very much for that thank you um so yeah like what they the sort of thing he's thinking of that would be in his ideal version of battlefront is you know keeping all the same stuff from the other games including maps mechanics with the repair droids and going prone and stuff um but they'd also like armor getting more battle worn as you go on in the fight um they want extensions to maps, so, you know, bigger stuff. So the UtaPau map he used as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember in Backfront 2, it was quite linear, long, thin, small. Um, like he suggested, penis? yeah, and mine too, but not small, huge. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> email me, ladies. Uh, <laughs> so, Sorry. Uh, yeah, he's he's suggesting, like, extending it to the whole sinkhole that you see in the film. Um, mm, okay you know just more planets destructible environments um ranking systems new units like uh, commando units for each uh, uh faction i was gonna say race for each faction uh more realistic graphics tons more vehicles i could list all the vehicles he sent me that he wants there's a ton <laughs> um you know new game modes like uh, oh death troopers oh he wants a death trooper mode like we were talking about Oh, awesome. Okay, well, fair enough. Um, An Order 66 mode where you have to take out Jedi. A Dark Trooper mode where there's uh, one superior Dark Trooper that everyone has to kind of commit to take down. Uh, Heroes and villains return, including heroes in space. Survival modes. There's there's just tons of stuff that this guy's suggesting. It looks brilliant. Would he also
0: like a, like? i I'm, I'm obviously referring to the guy who, who runs the, the, the fan page who also runs mm-hmm. Star Wars Battlefront 3, which you should go and like, because it's a good way doesn't to, want show it? support,
1: to show support. It's doing that we well. Will it's actually got about um, 40,000 likes at the moment, so it's doing well. Yeah, it's, it's it's doing all right.
0: I mean, EA probably knows this anyway by, yeah. by now, because Battlefront 2 was the best-selling Star Wars game of all time. Mm. But um, what I was going to say is, would you think... Or would, or does he mention a single player mode, like uh, because I know that number two had it, but it was kind of like for me it was really forgettable. I I felt uh, like like I I actually at, at first I was gonna say that it had no story mode, and I remembered oh no way yeah, it did have Rise a story. Rise of the mode.
1: Empire, yeah. Do you the think story, it should have a... the story in the story mode wasn't very important at all, was it?
0: No, that's what I was gonna say. Like I don't remember
1: there being The, an the only story. like really memorable thing was the Empire versus the Droids over Mustafar and Geisel Delso.
0: Oh, it's because I have my game in German and I just can't stand <laughs> German speaking in games. I just can't stand it, so I probably turned off all the cutscenes. Yeah. So.
1: Well of course me being me, like gargantuan Star Wars fan, I've played through the campaign multiple times. So mm. I did eventually get the storyline, but the first time I get what you mean, like wasn't very memorable. <laughs> Also, for the PC version, please mod
0: support, more so than the the, the 1 and 2. Mm, yeah. Because, I mean, you can get custom maps and models and whatever, but, like, honestly, just go ape shit with mods, because that is the best way to keep your game running. Yeah. Just fact, proven fact, just mods <laughs> are, are the best way <laughs> to keep your game biggest running. Biggest
1: life extender.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, you're, you're essentially making sure that your game is invincible as long as people are willing to play
1: it. If people I mean, are willing to put time and effort into improving your game, then obviously there's going to be big demand for it.
0: In a way, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, it's interesting now because the Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Source Code got released mm. for, for free download. So it'll oh, right. be interesting to see if people actually start modding this game. and It'll be interesting to see if people like, mod the game to the point where people are starting to buy this game en masse to play all these mm. mods. I mean, that'll be, that'll be cool would
1: because i mean i, I feel can't... like
0: that's a it's a big way skyrim is doing so well on pc because yeah i, uh, I mean P- P- skyrim's practically
1: living on mods on pc
0: yeah i mean that's the only reason i actually play skyrim at all mm. is mods because i play it for the
1: thrill of adventure but whatever <laughs> Faggot. No, get okay. hyped <laughs> um i can't actually find anything suggesting a single player campaign this is because i'm just skimming through a very long list but mm. um I mean, why wouldn't you want a single-player campaign? I, I yeah. think it's it's as important as instant action, really. I mean, I would I, I would keep Star Wars
0: Battlefront Three pretty much exactly the same as Battlefront Two, except like with everything updated. So like, yeah. you know,
1: yeah, agreed. agreed.
0: Mechanics, graphics, like don't change anything about it because if you change something about it, I don't know. Just Battlefront Two works so well. It was with a what perfect formula. Yeah, everything in it was just brilliant. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Anyone could hop on it, even non-Star
0: Wars fans. And just yeah, now, my sister it. played it, and she was like, "This is an amazing shooter. Why isn't there more like this?" And I was like, mm. "Like you're eleven. Well, this was back like a few years ago. Like you're eleven, and you understand the market <laughs> more than like big companies do. Well mm. done." So,
1: shows how uh, kids and uh, younger adult gamers should uh, should be calling the shots, not these old folk. <laughs> EA, yeah, call me them. up. I'll give Some you my sister them.
0: on the phone. You know, <laughs> make it happen.
1: I could Girl, imagine like- a really hilarious conversation between EA and your sister. <laughs> oh, just, just the whole company of EA. <laughs> I feel like
0: I've poisoned her so badly now that she'd just get pissed off at them. Like, she wouldn't even talk <laughs> to them. Like, they'd need to beg her to, to like make her talk to them, you know? Like, bribe yeah. her with free games or
1: whatnot. I don't know. Free digital content.
0: Free The Sims 3
1: swag. Yay. Free Sim City <laughs> copies. winner of over 26 pc awards (laughs) (laughs) for you and all your friends to enjoy together in the social
0: online community (sighs) i mean i guess there's a lot more that could be said on this but basically we'll have to wait and see won't
1: we yeah it's it's all about time i mean once we see apparently they're going to reveal some stuff at e3 so very excited for that Um, yeah and then like when once the first game gets revealed We'll see how everything else is going to go. What the and I mean, they won't be
0: releasing is. until mid 2014 earliest. Mm. So, you yeah. know, there's still time left too, I, which I, is good. Take your time. Don't don't yeah, rush. Yeah, even things. I
1: was going to say, even so, I wouldn't want them to do anything straight away. I'd want them to. Oh, no, no. To leave it for a while, unless they're building on the um, pre-created assets. For example, there was a whole build of Battlefront Three. If yeah. they're just going to build on that, then fair enough. But if you're going from yeah. scratch, take your time, please. Please, yeah. <laughs> no rushing. For- Put love and care and heart, more and heart, balls. less balls. Less
0: balls. balls, more heart. Balls of steel.
1: Can't believe I be like, said
0: that. It should be like a uh, like a sticker on the game box, like less balls, more heart.
1: Power from Three. <laughs> Beautiful. You have a way mm. with words, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I try. <laughs> um,
0: well, we were we we do have. Uh, a question from someone to we discuss. We have two questions. Yes. Uh, however, the podcast is running quite long, but you know what? Yeah. Do YOLO. You, do you want to? Yeah, we can do one and then save the others for next week because okay. this episode yeah.
1: was was longer. What, what say
0: we do a question a week? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, unless we have really more well. time at the end because, mm. you know,
1: we'll see. This is probably going to be the longest podcast we've had episode uh, so far.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm looking at the time right now. It is going to be the longest one. Get hyped. Get hyped. So question from Josh. Mm. Uh, do you wanna is this is this the same Josh?
1: Josh Taylor. <laughs> is this the Josh? Yes, it's he's the destroyer of chairs. It is the Josh. I I yeah. mean I, I knew it was the Josh. Josh Zilla.
0: I was just letting the listeners know. This is the Josh that destroyed chairs and desecrated podcasts. Mm. So this
1: is a big deal. It's it's the God of War, basically. <laughs>
0: It's the man with the plan. It is. Aries. It's a Josh. <laughs> right. Would you like to share his question with us? With us,
1: Me. Uh, everyone. As soon as I find it, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> See, I was
0: prepared. I have it I'm open. I'm trying open. to
1: navigate it on Facebook. <laughs> I have it up and open, mate. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Well, why don't you read it out? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Josh. And this is quoted. This is quoted. This is pure mm. Josh bliss and brilliance.
1: Please try and correct any of his grammatical errors because he's terrible at that.
0: Yeah, he left a space between uh, a uh, question mark and the actual word. <sighs> Josh. <laughs> Josh, this is why we can't have nice things, man. Mm. Okay, quoted from Josh himself. Where do you think the future of gaming is going? Question mark. Small letter. What are you looking <laughs> forward to? Space. Question mark. E dot G, no dot, five years from now, no question mark. (laughs) Um, Wow, expertly done there. (laughs) Well, they call him God of War for a reason. Mm. He doesn't have time for
1: your stupid grammar. He's got a a fashion conflict.
0: Yeah. He's got chairs to destroy, podcasts
1: to desecrate. You dare challenge me at my own game? (laughs) I shall devour you all.
0: Um... (laughs) I feel like this answer is a very long one but um would you uh, will give your opinion first Where do you think game gaming is going 5 years from now
1: um well where it's going obviously it's getting more advanced and bigger but what i'm looking forward to was it was it what are you looking forward to the other one where do you think the future of gaming is going what are you looking forward to yeah okay so what i'm looking forward to are two very simple things um and once these things happen, we'll know we've hit the future of gaming. So first of all, dynamic cloud shapes in the skybox. Isn't, didn't the CryEngine 3 already do that?
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm
1: sti- for the purpose of this podcast, no. Uh- <laughs> it, it really did, though no um look it no, up i'm really Cry looking for it. Uh, Never. <laughs> Fine, i think I, I think i really hope it hasn't because if it has i'm gonna look like such a knob
0: <laughs> <laughs> implying you don't
1: no i'm kidding hey, but hey, i hey. i think i think it did
0: i think it did dynamic clouds i know that uh dynamic realistic water physics are a thing now thanks to some university Which is amazing, because apart from Minecraft, no game really has water physics. I guess hydrophobia to a certain extent, but... Minecraft? Yeah, Minecraft is the only game with actual realistic water physics, if you think about it. Like, think about it. What other game do you know that has realistic water physics to the point of Minecraft? And I know that Minecraft is blocky, but in terms of physics, where if you break something, water will spray out of it. I guess you're right. Thank you.
1: Uh, oh, hydrophobia, I see, but it's scripted. From what I can see in CryEngine, there are dynamic skies, but they're very limited. So what I mean is kind of like extremely realistic dynamic skyboxes.
0: Okay, sorry, sorry for stepping on your. So game. D-
1: you were right, but I'm also more right because. Okay. I know what I meant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the second thing is. Um, I know MMOs already have absolutely massive maps um, but like when an Elder Scrolls game has a map the size of like an actual country say France Mm -hmm. that'll be when I on on console too not on PC that'll be when I know that the future of gaming is here so that's what I'm looking forward to All right, nice clouds very realistic skybox and massive open world Skyrim type games okay that aren't MMOs, I'd like to point that out. Fair point, yeah. Um, if you ask me,
0: where is future gaming going, I think... And this hurts me to say it, but... Companies are going to go down, and indie games are going to take over.
1: But then they'll become the new companies. Will they, though? I mean...
0: Yes. Look at, look at, no, but look at all the effort that all the game company, well, all the game, uh, it's not game companies, but kind of, is to a certain extent, game companies are trying to put on the indie market, right? PS4, Xbox, Valve, um, EA even had its indie games thing before it kind of shut that thing down. Mm-hmm. The, the EA partner program or something along, along the lines of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you look at the success of, an, of indie games, Minecraft is a great example. Uh, indie games can do a lot of things that company games simply can't do. And after a while, company games, like AAA games, it's just hard to get excited for them. I mean, sure, like once uh, every couple of years, a company like Ubisoft comes out and like, yo, yo, come here, Watch Dogs, right? And everyone's like, holy shit, Watch Dogs, right? <laughs> but apart from that it's like hey look modern military fps hey look modern military fps hey look cover based third person shooter hey look another fps hey look strategy game mm. and and because they have uh, they need to sell in millions to you know to ensure a company keeps going i mean look at tomb raider look at hitman those games sold in millions and the company still lost so much cash mm. Right, Uh, Because you have to spend so much on marketing, you have to spend so much on making it realistic, etc. And in the end, people are going to play and they're like, well, okay, I guess Tomb Raider is fun. But there's this indie survival game that just does everything so much better. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot cheaper. Why don't I get that instead? And looking at it from this point, indie games, first of all, can do a lot more. They're a lot cheaper usually uh their support is usually better because first of all as of right now i mean it's like a limited amount of people playing it and you know when you have uh, a single game uh that is being worked on with love and care and whatever like minecraft for example that used to get updated like pretty much every single day right
1: yeah
0: or don't starve which has like a little ticker for for the next update I feel like indie games are just able to, to do a lot more than AAA titles are able to do, just because of the fact that these are AAA titles and these are indie titles. So I feel like in in more or less five years from now, the industry is going to shoot itself in the foot because it's putting so much pressure on indies, like everything. And I think Nintendo is one of the only companies which isn't doing that at the moment, at least not to the extent that the other companies are, which is kind of silly. Mm. But... uh. I think uh, iOS was probably what what started this off. You know, like when when, uh, Imanji Studios, which was like a husband and a wife made Temple Run, and they they oh. earned millions, or Rovio, which is now like a multi, probably billion dollar company based off one 99 cents, phone game, right? Uh, and Xbox pushing it, PS four pushing it, Valve pushing it like crazy. It's just a lot of pressure being put on these indies that the industry is going to end up shooting itself in the foot and they're going to rise over AAA uh, companies. And I'm actually kind of looking forward to that, in a way.
1: I agree with you that that is probably what's going to happen. And that's by no means a bad thing. But at the same time, probably for the past five years it'll eventually go full circle and these indie developers will probably end up being the AAA companies and there'll be new indie developers
0: Oh, uh, no i i definitely agree but i'm like you know
1: yeah in uh, in the short time frame of like 5 to 10 years yeah that's probably what's going to happen yeah i, I mean
0: agree. you can't really call rovio an indie developer anymore right i mean mm. or uh, to the same extent I, can you still call mojang an indie dev i guess yeah although they have so much money you know
1: I mean, I think there... it's, it's probably always going to be a half-and-half half mix See, of the combat thing about... of the indie games and the AAA games against each other. The Hitler.
0: thing about indie games is,
1: I don't think it's the amount of money,
0: it's whether they're bound by a publisher. Mm. Because a publisher really can change... Like, indie games for me are kind of... Uh, a, a person is doing something to express himself, right? Yeah. kind of like a writer right like this was this is pretty much taken from indie games the movie which is a fantastic movie but a writer writes because that's Seems how he can watching. express himself a musician a musician plays music because that's how he expresses himself and a game designer makes a game because that's how he expresses himself right i mean mm. in like a, in a perfect world obviously i don't mean triple a but uh that that's very much what i'm interested in, in in game design is expressing myself and i feel like that has uh um, a broader audience, kind of in a way, although you know, triple A companies are focusing on making sure that uh, their audience is as broad as possible. Yeah. Nothing really. It's hard to say because, for example, a game like Papers, Please, right? Like that's not a game
1: for everyone. Mm, yeah,
0: yeah. But it's a game that's going to be a lot more interesting thanks to that.
1: Yeah. I think indie developers are more willing to take a risk at challenging the market, which is Mm. what makes a lot of them stand out.
0: Yeah. And I guess that's what I have to say. What am I looking forward to? I'm not looking forward to any new technological BS. I I don't want the Oculus Rift. I don't want (laughs) any gadgets. Just let me play my goddamn games. I don't want... I don't want the whole social aspect. I don't want people to check out what I've been playing. I want people to share with me what I've been playing. If I gave yeah, a crap, yeah. I'd inbox you and ask you, hey, what have you been playing this week? I don't want my gaming to get social. I want, I want my games to be my games. That's all I want them to be. And I want to see Indies continue to rise. And I want to see more games like Saints Row 4, which decide to say, you know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's make a product That's that is actually fun. Yeah instead mm. of uh, like dead space 3 which is like you know what i know we're meant to be a horror game but let's make this an action shooter because that's what's gonna sell yeah so i guess that's all i have to say about that really well very good insight bish bash bosh. Genau, which <laughs> means exactly in german
1: hmm Genau.
0: learning with two guys and their joysticks yeah Oh, by the way,
1: if you, if you do want to make your gaming social, you can always listen to this little podcast I heard of called Two Guys and Their Joysticks.
0: Really? What's yeah. it like? Is it a good podcast?
1: Would you... <sighs> it's fine, I suppose. So it's not really like a must? <sighs> no, I wouldn't say a must. There's this really cool English guy in it, but the other guy's not so great. Really? I heard he was a handsome devil. No, you heard wrong. Oh. I'm pretty oh. sure about that. You sure? Hmm. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Well, um. It sucks, eh? It sucks for him. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, but. But, uh. <sighs> did you hear that? Did you did hear, hear that? What,
0: what? It was the sound of my heart breaking.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, sorry. That's
0: right. I'm oh. used to this. <laughs> Get hyped. Get hyped. English, guys. Mm. Ladies, he'll break your heart as well. But then I'll repair it afterwards. No, he won't. And use it's it lies. to fuel it's my own. Marketing suit. lies. No. Marketing and lies. Never. He'll sell you the hardest DLC. Don't listen to this man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, get, you get the balls in the physical edition. <laughs> but if you want the heart, you have to pay, pay the DLC price.
0: <laughs> well, apparently, I owe you a couple of dinners already. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. You do.
0: Summertime loving. Well, this was, this was, a, this was a, a very enjoyable... Once again, we're doing set two in the morning. Yep. Just, just like the first one. Why
1: do we keep making this mistake? Because it's magical. <laughs> mm. it spawns wonderful events. It's magical. I enjoy it.
0: And we hope you enjoy it as well.
1: Really. Yeah. Of course, you I guys mean, are our priority, so please... I mean, this,
0: this is why we stress ourselves out every week weekend. Try to you. make everything fit.
1: I have probably missed out on about three hours revision time I'm trying to find news of games, so...
0: Yeah, it's all so, for you. So please appreciate bastard. it.
1: My life is going to fail because I'm trying to bring the world game news. If we've made you feel
0: guilty, then you can always leave our, leave us a review on iTunes, which is the only way we can climb up the charts of the mm. iTunes podcasts, which is extremely helpful. Uh, they don't always, have to be positive, uh, you know. You can give us a one star and say we suck,
1: but And
0: give us a like on our Facebook
1: page. Yeah, please check out our Facebook page because you can tell us, you can send us questions and tell us any games you want us to play. I already have a request to play Beggrels. I might be playing that next week. Oh, yeah. We'll see. I've heard there was a funny game. (laughs) You don't know half of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll look it up then. Mm. Uh, But
0: thanks for joining us this week. Uh, Make sure to check out the... I just provided you with and stay tuned for next week's episode I guess Love ya, guys. Oh, we need a discussion topic for next week Charlie. oh Where's yes it gonna that's be. true um,
1: the Saints Row controversy
0: Saints Row so we're dropping the Season Pass DLC
1: for now unless you want to do it we can do it if you want I kind of forgot about it I'll be honest <laughs> <laughs> I feel like let's,
0: let's do Season Pass DLC first and then okay and then Saints Row after. Yeah, because there'll be the the weekend that is in the middle of my exams. So I'll yeah, be extremely uh, negative and I'll need something to cheer me up. So Saints Row 4 will be there for me.
1: Yay! Alright, so goody. next
0: week's discussion will be season pass and DLC like it was meant to be this week, but then EA messed everything up again. <laughs> Even our podcast. Cheers, EA. Thanks, EA. Thanks, Obama.
1: Get hyped. <laughs> Get hyped for next week. Bye guys.' Should stop recording now. Okay And then of course, the main new mechanic that's introduced in the game is uh, using the actual blood dragons, which are these giant prehistoric beasts. Um, well, I've just gone offline from Skype. Don't quite know what to do now. Uh. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to stop recording now.